know me. Still the same OG, but I've been low key. Hated on by most. Hey, wrong song. Welcome everybody to the Three Gun Show. This is episode two ninety one. This is a uh, a special Christmas episode. And if I thought about this beforehand, we'd hear Christmas bells right now. Maybe I'll think about that later. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Way to make it weird. <laughs> All the eye contact. <laughs> Sounds like Jay's got some bells there. Well, with me today is uh, some uh, very special friends of mine. Jay Christensen is joining us from the uh, the wonderful and mystical land of Texas. Jay, how you doing, buddy? Welcome. Howdy, y'all. Good to be back. It's great to have you on the show. And uh, we are sitting in the uh, the bourbon room, the tasting room of uh, of Mr. Forrest Lathrop. Forrest, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, there's an applause. There's the applause. Ah, yes. There we go. <laughs> I bring my own applause. That's all I need. <laughs> and uh, uh, fellow Wyomingite, new Wyomingite, the newest guy to uh, to Wyoming uh, since uh, November, September, actually. September. Jeez, yes. Chad Torres. Thanks, thanks for having me. Chad, Glad to be here. Great to have you, buddy. Some, some applause for you too. Um, so. Fun out, oh, and here's Parker, breathing oh. heavy like an old man. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Perfect intro time. <laughs> Good timing, bud. <laughs> um, so a little little backstory here. So uh, the podcast has been uh, hit or miss, right? We haven't really hit every week, I would say, for the year. <laughs> a couple little holes in there somewhere. Just chalk that up to 2020 like normal. Yeah, exactly. After... Uh, uh, five years of uh, consistent podcasting kind of kind of dropped the ball this year. <laughs> but uh, wow, yeah, exactly. But you know, I joined the uh, the working world, and uh, we are um, working really hard at uh, at Stag Arms, where I work um, as a marketing manager. And uh, unfortunately, I found myself without a lot of free time afterwards. But every, <clears throat> I would say, like. Uh, Two Fridays out of four, I get a text from Forrest around like four o'clock or five o'clock, and uh, it says "doghouse bitches." <laughs> Correct, standard uh, Forrest text message at this yeah. point. Yeah. Now, Jay, do you think uh, "doghouse bitches" is a, a call to action, or do you think that's a uh, uh, the name of like an an early two thousands rap song? Um, I was actually thinking like he was referring to a group of girls walking by at the time, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, so there's this, like, uh, there's this, uh, I think it's a chain, right? Like it there, is. it yeah. is like a, uh, um, shoot, what do they call those? Um, franchise, franchise called dog house. It's like D O G H A U S. And, uh, their thing is like different kinds of like hot dogs and stuff like that. But of course they got like burgers and chicken and stuff. And uh, and uh, the most important part is alcohol, right? So the beer garden, the beer yeah. garden, and the dogs happen to be spectacular. You wrap anything yeah. in bacon and put it on a Hawaiian roll bun thing. Yep, and it, yeah, it's a ten Dude. success. We need to we need to seek them out for sponsorship. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be honest. I was not prepared to like uh, 
you know, like the place because uh, the last time I was like really excited about hot dogs was like I was nine or something like that. So I feel like it's a child's food, but they do a really good job. And it's, it's a nice place. Um, it's owned by like one of the, uh, uh, local Cheyenne, uh, residents. So it feels like kind of homey anyway. So we'd like to go there and, and, uh, BS and it always ends up with, uh, Forrest poor girlfriend staring at her phone and like with her hand on her head while we're all talking about guns and stuff like that, guns and four by fours and poor, poor girls bored to death. And so, uh, we thought this should be a podcast and, uh, Forrest brought it up last night. We should uh, definitely do a, uh, Christmas podcast, and here we are. Yeah. We usually have some great conversations at that table, so. We do. And many times it it ends up with uh, Dave getting a little too drunk and shouting, if we're not going to start shooting now, when is the time? <laughs> <laughs> if we were still in Colorado, that might be frowned upon, but in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we're the most sane people there, so yeah. it's all fine. So, uh, yeah, so um, we did a, I did a little post on the, uh, the Three Gun Show patron uh, face, Facebook group and the, um, the Patreon. Yes, it's still out there. And uh, we're going to do one last hurrah for the, uh, for the patrons here. Um, there are 53 people that hung in um, uh, supporting the show on Patreon this year, even though the, uh, the content wasn't um, to the, the level that I would like or the, uh, the level that you would expect or as promised. So thank you. To you, fifty-three people for hanging in there. That's awesome. And yeah, yeah, it warms the heart, right? Yeah, you know, definitely. it's like they appreciated the uh, the back catalog, I guess. <laughs> but the uh, <laughs> but anyhow, so um, at the end of the show, and uh, Jay, it's your <laughs> responsibility to remind me. Uh, one well, lucky person yep. is going to win a IWI Masada pistol. That's awesome, That's and really cool. a uh, LEG tactical holster to go with it. Yeah. Are we excluded from the giveaway, Dave? To what? Are we excluded from the giveaway? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick an uh, I'm going to pick a number from one one through fifty three on like random number generator, and then I'm going to go to Patreon and see the list and whatever order it's in. When I go to it, and that number is what I pick. So uh, I think. Mm. Uh, Everybody on the podcast has been contributors at one point, and I think Forrest still is. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Jay, are you still a Patreon supporter? You want me to show you the list so you can just pick my number now? <laughs> no. <laughs> Way to make it illegitimate. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> hey, this is 2020. Illegitimate, you know, little things yeah. like that. Oh, are... should we rig the drawing like yeah. the election yeah. was rigged? Yeah. Hello. Uh, Wait, I, I got it. it. I have the perfect software for this Send random it. generator. <laughs> 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 Jay, Went there. Jay, we only made it seven minutes. <laughs> How many mail-in ballots for this uh, drawing yeah. did he put in? Hey, so, Dave, uh, would you say uh, throw in a $100 gift, gift certificate to Christian Sink Components while you're at it? Oh, hell yeah. Yes, I'm going to score on this. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if you win, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> I know, I'm like, it wasn't rigged. Oh. Can I do a Joe Biden voice? I don't know what that dude sounds like. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever oh, seen him speak. Man. Hey, man. Hey, man. It was not rigged. Just sniff Listen into the here. microphone, yeah. please. <laughs> Forrest has been sniffing uh, the dogs running around the house, so he's uh, in Joe Biden mode here anyway. <laughs> oh, I thought I had to pet kids for that. <laughs> I was trying to say dog so it wouldn't sound so weird, but you just had to take it there. Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> since this is still the intro of the show and we haven't really gotten going yet, 
Although this is a Christmas episode, don't recommend letting your kids listen to it because we've got we've got the nog out. We've got the nog. Cheers, so everybody, boys. raise your glass. If you're uh, if you're on your way to work, maybe wait till you're at work before you raise your glass. But take a sip with us or not. Depends where you are. What your job is? Oh God, don't. Cheers, everybody. Oh, nog is so good. <clears throat> or not, hey, hey Jay, what are you drinking there, buddy? Uh, my nog of choice this evening is Rough Diamond Brewery Northern Lights. Oh, oh. is that like a porter? That is a light Norwegian ale. The oh. flavorsome and lightly malted sweetness in this ale with its unique honey-like and floral aroma makes this beer irresistible. That's oh. amazing. Are you going to throw one of those in on the uh, random drop? Because <laughs> <laughs> I could use one of those. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'll do you, next time. I think There's a local brewery over here in my area. I think if you you can ship okay, so how does this work? You can ship beer to a liquor store, and then someone has to go pick it up once they show their ID, like car, like uh, guns, right? Ooh. This is oh, an th- this was a perfect lead into ATF because this is the same company that <laughs> <laughs> works. At. So the way things work on paper and the way things work in real life are slightly different. But if the All neck's right. not long enough on the bottle, then it's legal, right? Yeah, or if yes. it doesn't weigh so much. Yeah, if it doesn't weigh so much, right? Yeah. How many ounces is that, Jay? That is twelve. Twelve ounces. Okay, so that is a standard. So it's probably okay for it's you to not have high that. capacity. It's not high capacity standard. That's yeah. a standard capacity bottle, yes, sir. Standard. Right. Oh, it's a bottle. See. Oh, okay. Oh, no. Now, so that's something different. Yeah, that's Cans totally are okay. Illegal. Bottles. Sorry, oh, man. Assault bottle. My bad. Assault bottle. Is <laughs> <laughs> is the ABV? Is that what the ABV stands for on there? Just like assault on the AR fifteen, yeah. Assault, assault bottle. bottle. Very violent. <laughs> assault bottle, comma violent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so uh um black- your giveaway day. I'm sorry? Nothing. Continue. Oh, the giveaway. We're gonna do the giveaway. Anyway, we're giving away uh a, a pistol, but we're gonna save that, that for the end of the show, so you have to listen to the whole thing. That's how this works, everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. So the uh we've got a, a couple conversation pieces inside uh the uh, the bourbon room here, Jay. Uh so theater of the mind. Um in front of me is one box of um, felony. It's one box of felony. Yep, yep. It's a. Uh, it's approximately the size of one sheet of paper, or Chad's hand. <laughs> For those of you that met Chad, his hand is the size of one sheet of standard office paper. Uh, so uh, Black Friday, Primary Arms had uh, SP tactical braces for a hundo, and uh, I was like, "Dang, that's a pretty good deal." I got a couple pistol builds in the work. I only have one brace. I think I'll pick one of those up, and uh, I, I don't remember why, but I was like, hey, Forrest, do you want one of these two? And you're like, yeah, get me one. And so I got uh, Forrest a brace. I've had it for about a week and a half, and then uh, a couple of days ago, the uh, no, no, it was a week ago, the uh, ATF started uh, rattling their saber, and I was like, shit, I got to get that brace to Forrest before he can say he doesn't want it. <laughs> Actually, to preface this, the, the way this came up is we were having a beer at Doghouse, and uh, we were talking oh, about... Oh, that's right. Yeah, we were talking before about... Before Thanksgiving. Yeah, we were talking about SBA braces and this. And I was like, I need to get one of those for a build. And you're like, I'm going to order them because they're on oh, yeah. the cool Black Friday thing. So That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I brought a, a Forrest brace here. And uh, Forrest seems to be thinking that the, uh, the band's not going to happen because he took it. 
Correct. I mean, like, does they does anybody over there except somebody that made some stupid letter thing actually give a shit about those? About the braces? Yeah. So I do, and and the the same reason that we should have gave a shit about the uh, um, no, 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 bump stops. I meant, no, he's talking about the ATF. I meant people in law enforcement. Do they actually give a damn about a pistol brace or give a shit how you shoot your pistol? Oh no 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 no! But that that said, like the ATF does, and the ATF gets to um, with the stroke of a pen make uh, felons out of millions of people if they want to. True that. Yep. So. Yeah, unfounded law is always great. <clears throat> yeah, so on on that note, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, you're only going to have a couple days, but uh, contact your Congress critters. Um, message the White House. You can do, go to whitehouse.gov, and at the bottom, there's a uh, place to, uh, to write them and uh, firmly and respectfully ask for their help, ask for the help of your Congress critters, and then uh, go to the, uh, the ATF's website where they've got the uh, letter that they um, put out for a comment and uh, politely, very politely, tell them to go fuck themselves and uh, that we won't stand for it. So, um, if you haven't read the uh, the full verbiage of the letter, it's very, very ambiguous on what they consider um, an SBR. Um, so they they say that just because you have a pistol brace on a firearm does not make it a pistol, and uh, you can it can be too heavy. It can have uh, scope on it with eye relief, and which forced I think you wanted to know, like, yeah. why does that even matter? What the hell does eye relief have to do with an SBR? So eye relief matters. Be- so, like, a red dot has unlimited eye relief, right? So you can hold it at whatever length, you know? And if you're shooting one hand, you can still see that red dot. But with a scope that you need, like, you know, it has, like, a one-inch eye box. It needs to be one inch away from your face. And if it's mounted to the top of the receiver, now that puts that brace on your shoulder, which means that you made an SBR. Jeez. Field trial. <laughs> I would bet you that I can hold up my competition rifle with my Vortex 1 to 10 on it at arm's length mm-hmm. and still see enough through the reticle to hit something. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> field absolutely. trial. Debunk so, the ATF right here. Let's go. <laughs> so you're absolutely right. But, uh, again, your opinions don't matter um, when it comes to the ATF. <laughs> no, um, I think the first statement was completely right. His opinions <laughs> don't matter. <laughs> no. And I've actually been walking around my house uh, – uh, over the last week and just randomly holding up whatever gun I can find uh, extended with one arm out the window uh, yeah. at the local restaurant. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I have the blinds closed. But the uh, the idea that they – that I mean, the, the, the way a pistol is classified in the NFA is uh, that it's designed to be shot with one hand. And I don't – I know all of you guys really well, and you don't shoot your pistols with one hand. Two hands is the way to go. So – if that is true, then you've reclassified your pistol as um, an SBR, and you need to register it on the NFA. So what this all is and why you should care about it is that um, it is backdoor registration. It creates uh, felons out of millions of people overnight who were doing what the ATF said was okay several years ago and repeatedly said was okay. So that's why yes. we all should care, and we all should contact the White House. Before Biden gets in, which contact I was the, say which White House? Yeah, contact the Trump White House. So if you're hearing this, uh, you got to do it right now. Pause. We'll wait for you. Thank you for sending that note. <laughs> <laughs> and now, and now, go con- contact your uh, your Congressperson. All of them. We'll wait. 
Thank you for doing that. And now go contact uh, the ATF and comment on their paper respectfully but firmly. Thank you. Yes, You're so. part of the solution. Yay. Can I can I get a piece of paper? Oh, I'm in applause. Oh shit. <laughs> can can I get a piece of paper and outline my hand flipping the bird to them and send that to them as my You can. Uh, I don't think that would that would help. I think they would understand. I think they would get it. I don't know. Actually they might not get it. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. No, they're too dull. <laughs> They'd be like, Well, why does that guy hold it with that hand when it when clearly he's used the wrong trigger finger? We just need to all <laughs> chip in on a leaky boat and call it a day. Yeah. But yeah, we could probably find a boat around here, but there's no water. Details. <laughs> I got the water. <laughs> Jay's got the water. <laughs> I got a well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you want them? They're 1,000 feet down. Have fun, boys. <laughs> yeah, the uh, um, water around here is really good. Kind of tastes like Cosmoline, though. I wouldn't know. I don't know what that is. It's a stuffing guns in a well joke. My well water you, is very filtered. Thanks, Jay. I'm there for you, buddy. Jesus, these monkeys. Uh, also, I um, oh, since I get uh, it now. Oh yeah! Wow, Jesus. that took a while. <laughs> oh, I mean, my. Hey, can no. you go find me a crate of SKSs that I can decosmoline in my well? There you go. There you go. Um, the other thing I will say is that uh, if if uh, it's time to hand them over or it's time to bury them, it's time to use them. 100%. As, as I told my dad. So we gifted my dad a uh, uh, Henry uh, 22 lever action. And he's like, well, how do I register this? And I just like started shouting at my dad just as like a uh, as like a response. What are you doing? Like, What's we're just, wrong? We were just having a lovely afternoon. And then he's like, how do I register this? And I'm like, if you have to register them... And then I started going off, and then uh, he's like, "Well, I got some that are, that uh, are off paper that I can hand over, but I'm keeping these, or that are on paper that I have to hand over, but I'm keeping these ones." And I'm like, "If you have to hand them over, it's time to use them, Dad." <laughs> <laughs> have I taught you nothing, boy? Right, right. <laughs> and uh, you know, his wife is like, uh, "So dinner soon, boys?" <laughs> <laughs> A little uncomfortable conversation around the Hartman household. Okay. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully that stuff was gonna get clarified a little bit, or at least. Well, so that was the the letter was as submitted, and it it definitely left a lot to be desired. Like you know, one of the so in all seriousness, like one of the things that they said was that um, uh, if it was too heavy to be fired with, um, <clears throat> excuse me, one hand, then um, whose hand? Well, that's the thing is like um, so initially when they said that they were like, well, what are you, what are you, what are you putting out like your uh, your your new female recruits that are straight out of college, and uh, so they were like, okay, well, we'll do a backup. We'll make it one person that makes that determination, then we'll have to have another person that confirms it. So if it's heavy enough that it cannot be fired with uh, one hand, then that's a rifle, not a pistol. But what's the weight? Like, what's what's too heavy? Well, still, Qu- what's quanti- the two people? Quantify that. It's just way too gray. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, like with uh with the SBR thing, like it's sixteen inches, right? What's the weight though? Yeah. Tell me the weight, and then and then I will show you Chad's uh, Hayes Custom Guns pistol that is way heavier than some uh, um, pistols that they probably think are too heavy. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Then this the uh, the other thing was if uh, a caliber that was too powerful to be meant or to be 
um, shot one-handed. I would argue 500, bitches. Yeah. So 500 Smith & Wesson is a revolver caliber, right? Uh, 308 now. They they can say, like, well, 308 is too much to shoot one-handed. Um, I've Challenge accepted. I hate to say this. I have shot an FAL one-handed, and it was not, it was not that bad. Um, I've seen people shoot 50s one-handed. I would like um, to try that. Like yeah. 50 BMGs. Um, the and then 50 cal Yeah, exactly. Well, no. So if they make, um, if they make, you know, 308, the, the limit is that 30 cal because that's 300 blackout and 300 blackout has like a lot, so, is a lot softer and is a good platform for an AR pistol. It is. So like, there's so much bullshittery going on there. <laughs> yeah. This is normal ATF though. I dealt with ATF a few years ago with trying to get an answer for a firearm thing about relocating a serial number. And I remember that. Yeah. I called the, I personally called the ATF submitted letters. Is that a shotgun? Yeah. Is that right? Did a bunch of stuff. Doing a port. Yeah. I did a bunch of stuff really? trying to like get a clear answer. And every single time I talked to the ATF, a different person gave me a different answer. And then the same person gave me a different answer. And I was like, is this on your paper illegal? They said, no. I said, is it legal? They said, we're not sure. I said, but it's not <laughs> illegal. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. It's and like, like uh, our... doesn't I can't do it, I'm doing it. Correct. <laughs> exactly. that, that is the same way. Like, here is the, the soft lines. You uh, Is this shooting area right here? Is, is it that tree or this tree? Yeah, that, that's ATF right there. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you get on the wrong side of them, they'll, they'll pick what tree. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to get a 10-second yeah. penalty. They're going to shoot your dog and burn your house down with you inside and everybody you love. Bastards. And uh, anyone who wants to argue, they've done that before, and they will do it again. So, um, yeah. I like this is getting really dark. Yeah. Yeah. I love when Dave has bourbon before the podcast. Hey, Nog. <laughs> Toast. <laughs> cheers. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Apparently, it's our last one. Mm-hmm. Hey, if we survive 20, we'll, we'll be all right. Yeah, no kidding. 20's been weird. Um, okay. Can we change the subject? I'm kind of getting... Let's, yeah. go to a pat- let's, let's go to our Patreon question. Yeah, we did a bunch of... Co- uh, or we did a little, little post on uh, the Patreon, and uh, we've gotten quite a little bit of response from the, uh, the patrons out there. So, um, Kevin Harrington, what's up? KH says, uh, this is not really a question. It's half a question. Plans for 2021. <laughs> oh, and I just hit refresh on accident. Sorry. It's the same shortage. This, this helps if there's only one host. Plans for 2021 with this ammo shortage. Yes. Next question. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of plans for 2021. I think he means what are your plans yes. for 2021. That's all J- good. Just kidding, Gavin. I think, I think really, though, it's, that's been addressed a little bit. Like, some people are talking about bringing back shotgun matches a little bit more. Yeah. And I love the sound of that. Yeah. So that, that makes me want to go start hoarding double A's, though. Yeah, definitely. But, oh, but the shit thing is, like, I work for a rifle company. So that no. doesn't really help me that much. <laughs> no, like I get it, but I mean at the end of the day, if we can keep this keep the sports alive, I mean yeah. that's what matters, right? Kind of but shotgun matches are so much fun. They are absolutely. so much fun. Gadsden absolutely shotgun championship. Boom. Well, Shoot it. Absolutely. And well, uh, actually this first question Chad ties Francis into another rich. question later down that yep. is You better not steal my answer, I'm, I'm stealing it. I don't know what it is, but I'm Son stealing it. 
Jay, Jay uh, what are your plans uh, for 2021 with the ammo shortage? Business as usual. Whoa. All right, then. Can you, do you have a mic you can drop? Do you not bounce, your head, just bounce your head off the floor. I think it'll work. Yeah. Anybody who That's says mic dropped has never paid for a microphone. <laughs> is, this your, is this your microphone, yeah, Dave? So, oh. so, I mean, there's, there's ammo available out there, right? I mean, every time I look for something, I can find it just fine. Uh, yeah, it's a little more work than normal, but at the same time, like, I'm not letting this shit stop my life or what the, you know, stuff I like to do. I'm going to keep doing what I'm, what I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Good for you, man. So for me, it's, it's two things. So, um, let's see. I think it was 2019 when I was in Texas. Um, I noticed that 22 LR was down to three point something cents around. And that was like in my head, I was like, holy shit. That's what it was before Sandy hook. And it took seven years to get back down to that level, right? So just benchmark that in your head, seven years. So what I did was I bought 10,000 rounds of, uh, of 22 LR, and then I thought, that's not enough. So I bought another 10,000 rounds of 22 So I have, <laughs> have 20,000 rounds of 22 LR, and uh, I've got a uh, uh, 1022, and I uh, just picked up one of those 4.5 to 26 whatever Diamondback scopes. Dumbback Tactical. Yep. Those are very nice. Yeah, so I'm going to start shooting that. Um, and then if I like it, I'm going to switch to that uh, CZ bolt gun that Forrest has that uh, I really like. We were yeah. just talking about that the other day, and I'm looking for one of those myself, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the CZ-457 yeah. is a boss. Yeah. So I've, I've got the uh, um, the 10, it's like the 1022 I got when I was like 13, and uh, I have a like the Magpul um, stock on it. So I'm gonna get a uh, one of the the Magpul, uh, um, what the hell are they called bipods for it, and like a rear bag or something, and then start uh, tooling around with that, seeing if I can do some uh, some good practice with it, yep. and then uh, you know just with the again the the one that I got that was like probably 125 bucks from Walmart when I was 13, and then uh, if I like that, I'll go try to go a little higher zoot than that. I'm impressed. You got 20,000 rounds of 22. That's pretty awesome. It's probably the smartest thing I ever did. Yeah, absolutely. I tried to play that game a little bit. I think I only got like 6,000 rounds, though. Yeah. So, funny story. When uh, when Sandy Hook happened and the ammo started drying up, my local Walmart ran out of 22. And so, my mom, who was retired at the time, uh, or still retired, she was recently retired, so she was doing the, I'm bored, so I need, oh, I need a uh, window cleaner. Oh, I need... I need uh, paper towels. Oh, and yeah, so yeah. she would make like daily Walmart trips. So I told her, uh, "Hey, if you if you go to Walmart and you see twenty two, buy me some." And so the next time I was over for like Sunday dinner or something like that, she's like, "Oh, you owe me eighty six dollars." And I was like, "What do I owe you eighty six dollars for?" And she's like, "Oh, I bought all the the bullets you wanted." And she bought three thousand rounds of. Oh fucking twenty two. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So she goes over to the the guy the sport the sporting goods and uh she's like, I want uh I want that right there and the guy goes, Well how many do you want? And she's like, Well my son asked me to pick it up. How much do you think he would want? And the guy goes, All of it for sure. And so she just bought it all. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's she bought so me great. like three thousand rounds like back in uh two thousand twelve and that lasted a long time. Like that, that uh, got me through, and I never had to buy any after that. Awesome. It was killer. Like, go mom. Like, that was the best mom move ever. 
Well played. I know, well right? Played. My mom needs to step up her game. <laughs> right? <laughs> My mom just sent me some popcorn. Oh. <laughs> I was really excited. I love it was, popcorn. It was it's very, kind of, very kind of her. Is it the, yeah. the three different kinds? The caramel? Uh, the it hasn't been opened the, yet. It just oh. showed up today. So If there's I, three kinds, that caramel's going to stay there because nobody likes that shit. Um, I got kids, Dave. It all gets eaten. Mm. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, uh, <clears throat> right when uh, right when COVID hit, I just happened to buy like 250 rounds of 6.5 Creedmoor. So, mm. sorry, buddy. Oh, good. There you go. You can cough now. Anyway, <laughs> so I just happened to buy like 250 rounds of 6.5 Creedmoor. So um, that's another thing I want to do is do some, uh, some longer range type shooting. Um, 6 Arc has... I mean, unfortunately, you're paying full MSRP, but I've been able to find that. So I might end up doing some of that as well. Yeah, six arc looks like a really cool round. I mean, because yeah. there's six five Grindle, but the like the there's been a hand loaded Wildcat round for a while. Two forty three LBC and two forty three LBC is a very much superior round, which is essentially six arc, and it's mm-hmm. the ballistics and the actual the real world performance, unlike some others, or very good. Yeah. So six arc is looking pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's I can't wait to see Brandon has right. Yeah. Yeah. We were playing the with Grendel? that. Brandon, two forty three LBC. Man, we oh, were, that. We, oh, right. Yeah. We were doing like double Sorry. taps at like nine eighteen, yeah, yeah. an eighteen inch gun, just tick, tick, ping ping. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, for the uh, the west where we're at, for like a, a gun, you're gonna have to hump before you go find a an antelope or a deer or an elk or something like that. Actually, it might be small enough for too, too small for elk, but yeah, the. Uh, the six millimeter with those BCs and the velocity that they say they're getting, that's going to be not bad out of like a small platform rifle. Cause typically you'd have to do like a six, five or a, a three Oh eight. And those get to be kind of a pain in the ass when you have to carry them a long way. Yeah. Yeah. I think hopefully six arc is actually going to take off. I think that's going to be a cool round. I think, uh, I was looking forward to doing, uh, the, uh, vortex extreme with the six arc. Yeah. But unfortunately that was uh canceled cause of COVID, but, have you played around with Six Arc yet, Jay? I have not. I'm uh, actually waiting on some barrels to come in at this time, Ooh. which you can find at ChristianSuperComponents.com. <laughs> Are they proof research barrels? Yeah, so I got proof carbon yeah. uh, coming for that. Just so they're they're stainless here. steel turned down and then carbon wrapped for thermal efficiency and and lightweight. Is that is that right? That is, is right. ChristianComponents.com, everybody. <laughs> Speaking of twenty two fun though, I don't think you've played with it yet. Have the uh I picked up that little fifteen twenty two. Oh yeah. And put the suppressor on it. And Dude, then my, Speak of the Devil, they just released a fifteen twenty two pistol. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw it the other day. That thing is freaking cool. It's like under three hundred dollars too. Yeah. Well timed. Barker. Oh man, you have to go play with that thing. Yeah. The I'm fif- excited for it. Your rabbits are not gonna live. Oh, man. So that's the great part of Wyoming is that when you have property and there's no neighbors around, you can have buddies over and uh, sit on the deck with a twenty two and just yeah do some pest pest control. When we got here tonight, we got out of the truck, and uh, Parker like took off after a, a rabbit, and I was like, no. And then, yeah, he totally ate shit like, right away because like, there's ice everywhere <laughs> around here. It's so cold right now. <laughs> it was a little chilly. Yes. Yeah. Can't Parker can't turn as fast when there's ice. <laughs> I tell you though, if whoever doesn't have it, if you don't have a suppressed twenty two, you need one in your life. Because they are yeah. 
amazing. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, I need to up my game. Oh, yeah. that fifteen twenty two. The the bolt carrier is louder than the muzzle report. Yeah. On on mm-hmm. that note, I was looking at one of those uh, Henry lever actions with the thirty eight special because um, they sell them with threaded barrels now. So really? you just, yeah, so you can either you know thread a suppressor right, straight on, or just add like a muzzle device or whatever. Hmm. But if have you seen the videos of those? I have not. I would show you right now, but you know this is uh, this is an audio thing. But the the um, the report wait. is like nothing, and because there's no action, right? So it's just like thip, and then he, he does the clack clack of the lever, thip clack clack. It's like mm. holy yeah. shit. But I'm I'm just used to like uh, semi-auto pistols and semi-auto rifles with suppressors, but then hearing one of the lever guns, like, holy crap. And it's pistol caliber, so super cheap, but damn, it was quiet. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, like well, the 100-yard report of the steel was, like, way louder than, than uh, you know, what you're hearing out of the suppressor. Yeah, well, that's, like, that same thing with my CZ when we took yeah. that to the range with the steel. Like, steel, like, 50 yards is louder than the muzzle report from a twenty two. Yep. It's great. Yep, that's nuts. Good stuff. So, uh, next question. Jay, you go first on this one. What matches are you looking forward to? Ooh, good question. Yes. All right. Yes. Chad. <laughs> I think I'm in a few words. I think Jay is just, like, flexing on everybody. He's taking a Dylan Easy page out here. and just, uh, uh, I have all the ammo. Uh, uh, I will shoot all the matches. <laughs> What, just what you bitches don't have ammo? Oh, my sucks carbon, to be you. Carbon fiber barrels. <laughs> and my, uh, my hipster beer. must be killing it this year. <laughs> Jesus. Find <laughs> your hipster beer at ChristiansonComponents.com. Uh, so um, I'm looking forward to any and all matches like Jay. However, I've only signed up at this point for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably for sure going to be at least a third in there, mm-hmm. just depending on that, that question Jay asked with ammo, right? Um, currently... First match outs, uh, Superstition, and then uh, mm. Texas Three Gun Championship is a is a definite do not miss. Yes, yes, yes. Fresh after last year, for sure. I'll be going to Missouri for uh, not necessarily the guys, and I'd love to, depending on schedule. But uh, Gen Three, Gen Three for sure, absolutely. It's a can't miss match. Yeah, those are staples. For yes, sure. yes. Hopefully, uh, so things... yeah, actually... <clears throat> go for it, buddy. No, I was just saying I'm 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 actually starting the year off with the uh, the old Texas tune up over at Texas Shooting Academy. Oh, cool! Um, and then <laughs> so shooting that the last weekend in February, and then the following weekend heading over, heading uh, back to the same range for a tactical games match. Oh, nice! And like, then, is uh, that going to be a skirmish or is that a full on? That's a t- full tactical games match. Sweet, they're at Texas Shooting Academy. You think awesome. they're going to make you crawl, crawl through that pit of water where there, all those uh, fish were? You know, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> there might maybe, maybe like a little slack line or something going across the pond. Yeah, um, you, know, you probably got to carry like 500 pounds going across there or something. You know, slack line depends on what kind of mood Jared's in. But, uh, but yeah, following up that with uh, the old Texas Three Gun Championship, of course. Yes, uh, and then maybe. I was looking at a couple of USPSA matches to squeeze in there as well for the first few months. Where are you going to shoot in the USPSA? Are you doing pistol or are you doing PCC? Or No, that'd be pistol. Yeah, get a little warm up be before open everything. Pistol. Open pistol? Uh, just, yeah, man. I uh, actually picked me up this week. I just picked me up a brand new 
brand new to me, uh, Limcat Open Gun. What? And, What's uh, it chambered in? Nine. Nine major? Does it smell like Scott Green? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> no, this one's... Taste it. Actually, right now it's it's a nine minor, but uh, it will be transformed into a nine major pistol here shortly. Hmm. Interesting. So it's going to have a caliber reassignment surgery. <laughs> yeah, just going to open her up a little bit. You know? Nice. <laughs> a little folding and cauterization never hurt nobody. So Jay, what yeah. are you getting into this? Uh, they're all gunsmithing terms I haven't heard. Yeah. <laughs> the open, the big time open curious, or you pass the open curious phase to the open go fast stage? Well, I shot, I mean, I shot open all year, except for Texas three gun where we all shot heavy. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, um, on the same note, the VR 80 has, has uh, taken its trip away down with somebody else. And there's a little, KL action on in in the, in the works currently. Oh Ooh. shit! So, yeah, he's a little bit more. I want to go fast. Yeah, have you taken a, a a recent trip to Trinidad for full transition? Yeah, he's not curious anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's been transitioned. You can be a little tall for a chick, Jay. Yeah, yeah. I think you would make yeah. an yeah. ugly bitch. I got I got really nice calves, so they're going to look great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Forrest, wow. Forrest, how about you for matches? Oh man, same thing. Texas three guns always on the list. Um, I actually have yet to shoot a Gen three, which has been one of my first Dude, matches that get I've, out there. Yeah, that I wanted to womp, shoot. Womp. Well, you're, hey, well, it's the yeah. same thing. <laughs> get, that get that button. Okay, so I, I mean, the the two matches Gen three is the shit. Gen three is freaking awesome. Like even with COVID this year. They were able to pull in, you know, a ton of shooters. And, uh, like, man, they, Chad just puts on, like, such a great match. It's for a great cause. It's at a great range, super friendly to uh, three-gun. So, well, Gen 3 is a shit. Everybody go. So, Iberian but I so again, to preface this, so for me. Say that again, buddy. Sorry, I'm, I, was, um, I was shitting on their barbecue because it was garbage. Oh, yeah. Don't go to Missouri for the barbecue. It is garbage. <laughs> go for the uh, the leathery old women and the walking around beers at the uh, grocery store. And, and just then, shooting guns. And then stay for Gen 3. Yeah. Gas station pizza, which is so, so weird to me. Yeah. Missouri is like gas station pizza Texas, everywhere. If, if there were no gas stations, Texans would starve. That's where all the great food is. The clutches so, and the barbecue. Oh, yeah. and, oh, I remember oh. we made that detour for that. Yeah. yeah, that was great. So for me, this oh, yeah, you know, even though this is been a long time now the like two or three matches that got me super interested in three gun original was fort benning yeah gen three and i think rocky mountain even though i've never shot rocky mountain either but that's for totally different reasons for spreadsheets yeah (laughs) um anyway so and even gen three is it's funny because gen three kind of has has a special place in my heart too because that's one of the places i've always wanted to shoot there's always been a scheduling conflict for me Mm-hmm. But the very first major I ever shot was Zombies in the Heartland, and, oh, yeah. I, and I was squatted with Chad and Katie, mm-hmm. and those people are awesome. Yeah. Like, those are great people, and I've always wanted to go out and shoot that match, and just scheduling hasn't worked for me. But 
Well, your buddies are shooting it. Yeah, so. that's. I think that's gonna. I think that streak is probably gonna break in twenty one. So I'm pretty sure you stood me up this year for Gen three. Yeah, that yeah. stuff's going. Hmm. Yeah, so. it was a little tough this year. I can't even catch you. I don't know what he said. Say again. Came and kept y'all company, though. Yeah. We had Jay, so it was fine. We forgot about Forrest. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so for for everybody listening at home, uh, when we speak, we step on Jay, and it, like, kills his audio. So that's why we got the uh, the weird pauses and keep having to ask him what he said. So it's just a function of technology. If there's a better one out there, we'll find it eventually. But we'll have to deal with it in the time there, being. There was Dave's truck stage at Gen 3 this year, too. It was miraculous. Yeah. Ooh. Miraculous feet. Yeah, we talked about that last night at the doghouse. Yeah. I've heard about this wondrous feat. Yeah. Dave shot this stage that destroyed so many people with shotgun spinners and long range position or excuse me, long range rifle through a was it a, a moon roof in a truck? It a was like a opening? it was like a, a hasty gunnery turret yeah. that was uh sawed into a suburban. It's the one that uh uh, Bruce Davidson owns, and the the spinners I think were I think um, shit are those? Uh, oh man, now I feel bad. I can't remember who made them. There's those little like dangly spinners. Yeah, they're the, the little dangly spinners, but they have to spin around on the on the T post. And yeah, those were eating people's lunches. But <clears throat> being on a squad with Jay and with James, um, Gil. we uh, James Gil, Gil. Yeah, him. sorry uh, for everybody who. Doesn't know James Gill, so we we took the opportunity the night before to go uh, make sure that our uh, point of aim point of impact aligned on a full choke with the loads that we had, and we were able to shoot. Uh, Jay, what did you have like a five inch popper in your in your truck? Yeah, that's my uh, little uh, spring loaded mini popper I carry around in my truck at all times from Rocky Mountain Targets. Yeah, our yeah. buddy Mike Griswold, Rocky Mountain Targets. Grizz. Good guy, good targets. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so um, we, we brought that out, and that was approximately the size of the uh, that was approximately the size of the um, target that was out there. So we all checked our point of aim, point of impact with a full choke, or like our tightest choke, which I think mine was mod. Yeah, just making yeah. sure everything was going to actually hit the target because... They were giving people a lot of fits. And we were getting full yeah. pattern on there. Yeah. Yeah, because if you, if you didn't, you had to, like, wait for it to, um, you know, uh, wiggle back yeah. and forth and represent. Um, but if you got it on the first time and you got full pattern on there, you could flip it around. Yeah. It was definitely, if you hit it right, it was going in one shot or, or, or two. Yeah. But a lot of people were spending three and four and, or more shots. And then running out of freaking shotgun shells and not being able to address the spinner. And then leaving unengaged rifle targets which yeah and then timing out and stuff. yeah what was their right. uh penalty program for those shotgun targets was it with his ftes or were they engaged or if you shot them they were engaged they just kind of steal. Yeah, yeah were they like even if you shot a fifth time if five times it didn't get over was it I, I still the same target like same penalty as an fte or no uh, no it's a not a fte but it's a missed uh not not yeah it's missed target okay miss steal yeah, yeah. I noticed that either a way, couple matches this year where there was uh, there was no difference between missing a target and not engaging a target, so that's why I wondered. No, but that was in a certain organization. There's definitely a, dif- there is definitely a difference on it, but yeah. I don't recall the exact penalty structure, but <clears throat> I don't know. But the moral of that story was Dave coming, <laughs> up, coming up and destroying the stage in its entirety. 
I mean, I think uh, he had one extra in the shotgun presentation. Yep. And I, got I, went, up I went one for one on the pistol. Yep, one for one on the pistol. And then uh, cleaned all the rifles still. I think he had one, mic- one, one makeup, one on, makeup the on the rifle. Rifle. And, Completely, and granted, it, it took me much longer to engage them, like than you know, like a uh, like I don't know, like a uh, uh, you know, Gil normally would, or like sh- watching Joe Farewell shoot. You had to get a sight picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I actually waited and took a breath <laughs> and shit like that. But um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I went. I had one makeup shot on that, and at the end of that, like I came off, I like that. I turned around, and you know, there was like jaws dropped. I know I was in that crowd, that, but I was psyched for you, bud. I remember that. First thing I did was go give Chad like a big hug. Like, sorry, buddy, you don't have a choice in this. We were hooting and hollering, man. I was excited for you. So that was one of those moments like we always talk about with like Lanny Basham, like the that's like me, you know, yes. like at the end of it. It's like, okay, that one stage right there, like that is how I think I shoot in my head. You know, when, when you ask me to imagine like how I shoot, that stage right there was it. It's like when golfers compare, like, I had that one stroke. Yeah. I had that perfect golf stroke, and the ball flew exactly where I wanted it to. That well, was that was Dave's golf stroke. And the rest of the match was such <laughs> shit for me that I, I really needed that. It yeah. was, like, our last stage of the weekend. and uh, Definitely ended on a high note. Yeah, and I um, – so I, I always look at uh, – so I, I don't mean this disparagingly, but it's going to sound like it. But I always look at um, James Gill's like a high watermark on rifle heavy, heavy stages, and I uh, beat James on that stage, and I've never fucking done that before. Yeah. And so at that, I was I was like, holy shit! Like that was like a, it he wasn't had, like he had I like was climbing the back of a truck and oh yeah, yeah, I mean I had both my legs too for sure and both so, your eyes and both my eyes and uh, but he was wearing a tank top so. Yeah, but anyway, probably had a cigarette hanging in his mouth. Or something. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I I look up to James' abilities as like a rifleman, and for years have been fortunate enough to take a lot of advice from him on stages and stuff. And so when I um when I finished that stage before him again, I'm sorry, James. It's gonna make you sound like a douche. I apologize, but um, like that that felt like really good. Like it super surprised me, but. Um, it wasn't like I was elated, like, ha-ha, motherfucker, I got you. It was just like, holy shit, I beat James. Like, oh, my God, that went well. Yeah, and yeah. that Achievement one, for yourself, not against him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. And that one stage, like, rocketed me up, like, 60 places in the match. <laughs> 60 places. <laughs> because everyone else <laughs> fucked it up so bad. <laughs> well, to go full Lanny Basham on you, did you do, like, a self-analysis after that? What was the... Yes. Yeah. What was the... Was there a discernible thing... That you could associate with that performance, uh, yeah. So it was the patience to get that stable position, and and again, like I, I'll go back to James because um, James and I were talking about positions as we were getting up in there, and I'm like, "What about this?" And he's like, "Well, that's done because of that, and you know, you're not going to be stable, so get back here." And so, you know, with his advice, you know, I I, I just executed, it. and it was it was knowing the holds. And it was um, spending the time to um, remember all the holds, you know. So for me, it was like one, one and a half, two, two and a half, three, three and a half, four, you know, that kind of stuff, like in my head. And I just had, I was repeating that thing. And so, like, as I'm shooting the shotgun, in the back of my head, like ready to draw was that um, that cadence. And, like, knowing, knowing my holds has always been, like, something difficult for me. And not necessarily, like... Um, if you ask me one, 
you know, like what's four thirty? Like uh, I think that's like two and a half mil or something like that. You know, like I'm I personally am not very good with numbers, but I had just spent so much time um trying to remember that that cadence and that um that recall that it worked out really well. Yeah. I mean, and then cool. getting the I'm sorry to interrupt, but getting the uh the breath and the waiting before the break kind of thing. I will say that was the most patient I've ever seen you shoot. Yeah. Usually I shoot like an asshole. I think we all typically <laughs> choose that. Fair statement for all of us. I've chat, had, chat, uh, chat a lot. Yeah. yeah. I've had that internal dialogue on a stage before so many times like, hey, dumbass, why'd you pull the trigger? That wasn't on target. I'm like, why are you pulling the trigger? This is not correct. I missed. <laughs> Damn it. Pull it faster. Yeah. I don't do that. That's the that's the Chad. The Chad. I will say that uh, uh, Jay sometimes um, shoots – so like when he gets angry, he shoots like even faster, and I always feel like that's like the wrong solution. And it's funny to listen to James because we'll be standing next to next to each other while Jay Jay shooting, and he just turns, shakes his head, and he looks at me. He's like shooting like an asshole again. <laughs> I do that to chat all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Dave. <laughs> it was just one time. I do. Just I definitely do. It was just this one time. One time, just once per stage. I can tell you though, I, you know, I experienced something kind of similar this season. With, um, I've always been hot and cold on long range, and this season I was, yeah, I was very consistent on long range. This season for me, it was having the more information in my reticle, no, like not guessing of like should I be here or here or whatever. And then I know not everybody because you're shooting the one to ten now, right? Yeah, yeah. the one to ten. Like and again, it's not this gear game thing, but my the way my brain works and my shooting style, having the more information in the reticle for me was a huge benefit. Where it went from, um, because I'm I overanalyze everything and I'm naturally indecisive because of that because I try to overanalyze everything. So I do that in my reticle if I don't have enough information. But once I have enough information, like in the one to ten, then I'm just like, oh yeah, target's here, bang, bang. Bang. Yeah, just it's going very, for it. very intuitive. I mean, yeah. the first time we spent time on the range, and I got behind your actual three gun rifle on it, we were shooting. I think just looking at the the Straylock picture, shooting onto like eight thirty, eight fifty, something like that. Shooting like eight eight or ten inch plates. Yeah, it was like right. I think it was almost out to nine hundred. Yeah. yeah, it was just that was incredible. not with a true zero. Yeah, it was so incredible. The first time I got to, sh- uh, I'd say the first time I got to spend like um, unsupervised time with one. <laughs> Was was uh, with uh, with you, Forrest, when we were shooting um, at at uh, Auto, mm-hmm. and uh, for me, I was thinking like, you know, I don't, I don't really need a one to ten. Like the the Razor one to six is fucking phenomenal. It's perfect enough, and uh, I don't really need to dial in more because when I dial in more, I I start to see my wobble and my shake and my heartbeat and stuff like that, and then shooting. Because we have a range that goes out to a thousand auto O T T O road shooting range here in Wyoming, and they have steel out there. So shooting out at some of those farther distances and dialing in um, when the wind was blowing and using the wind holes that are on there because it is like a uh, air quote Christmas tree style um, reticle. Yes, the wind holds is what sold it for me. I was like, okay, huge. Because yeah, generally I'm ha- hanging out in space somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do wind holds, and uh, those always go wrong for me. That's probably the other thing that was great about the uh, Gen 3 run is there was no wind, so it was only holds. I didn't have to worry about wind and holds. 
But yeah. um, but anyway, so the uh, the wind the the um, horizontal stadia, the horizontal um, dots, shit like that, were super helpful for those wind. And once you got that call, you just carried to the next target, and uh, and I thought that was like super valuable in that reticle. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, shit, I gotta get one of these. Yeah, Fixes. I agree because I I found out that. I was underestimating my wind holds on my one to six. Same, same. Like I love my one to six, and that's <laughs> good. And I think the consensus on the one to ten is generally the same for in the in the three gun realm at least. Is that the ten power of that combination is amazing, and I love it. But that's not the huge part of the difference of the one to six. It's the reticle. Yep, the reticle. For again, for me, for my personal use, mm. is just so much more intuitive. It it just works and, with my head. And just I, being a first focal plane too. I yeah. mean, you can start yeah. banging well, away at a plate rack well, so on then, two on three power, not worry about it. So that's a great point, um, Chad. Because when when I went out for like a range day with uh, with uh, Ruben when we were in Wisconsin at the the Vortex range. Um, we were shooting a uh, 6.5 Creedmoor, um, I think it was a Tika bolt gun. Really nice. Like, super value, too. It was only like 1300 bucks. Oh, a Tika T1X or, yeah. or T1 Tactical? Yeah, the yeah. one that's supposed to um, compete with the Ruger RPR. Yeah, the first time I shot one of those ever was I decided to jump into a uh, PRS match. Never shot one before. <laughs> they gave me, I think it was Colin, actually, gave me ballistics on. It was like 1,400 yards. Hit, 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 yeah. hit, hit, hit. All right, this is boring. Give me that, something harder. Yeah, that's a nice rifle. Yeah. So. We were shooting it from the back of a pickup truck, and we had the uh, four and a half to twenty-seven on there, uh, the Razor four and a half twenty-seven. Very nice. Yeah, and so uh, Ruben was giving me the the calls because um, he had all the ballistics and everything on the rifles because they're his demo rifles. So I'm lying back there and I'm zoomed in and I'm missing, and he's like, uh, "What's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know," and he's like, "Well, where? Uh, what are you looking at?" I'm like, well, I'm looking at the target. He's like, how much of the target? I'm like, I'm just looking at the target. And so that's when I realized, like, oh, if you zoom out, you don't need to be zoomed in like sniper Hollywood view on the target. Mm-hmm. You zoom out, and you can see uh, more of the target, more of the surroundings, but there's there's less um, atmospheric conditions that you're seeing, so less interference, less of your heartbeat, less of, like, all the zoom-in stuff. And that's what I think is valuable, Chad, to what you were saying about the 1 to 10, is because, like, if you... Dial it back to seven or eight or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, first focal plane is going to be the exact same thing, but then you can still use the Christmas tree for, uh, like Forrest was saying, for any uh, distance there. So I shot that deer this year and actually used those wind holds, and I think I shot it on like seven power, at yeah, mid fours. But I ended up holding like almost ten mile an hour wind on it, yeah. which I never would have taken that shot without having something in that reticle to see the actual. Window, yeah. yeah. Well, and I, I find too, like specifically in, again, or specifically in the three gun game, transitioning from short range targets to, to long range targets, like we did a lot in three gun championship this year. The uh, not Texas. having, yeah, um, not having to go all the way to ten, but to be at six and have all my holds be the same. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally agree. So, on the. Um, on the Texas three gun note, since you mentioned that there, next question, Chad Swart out. Um, our uh, our buddies from uh, Minnesota always weighing in, love them. Uh, Chad says more heavy optics in twenty twenty one question mark. Yeah, 
I had a lot of fun with that. I'll be shooting Texas three gun and heavy too. Jay, how about you, real quick? Hashtag TX three O A G. Yeah, buddy. I signed up for it already in heavy. So cool. So uh, Dylan actually uh, um, texted me and uh, asked if I was going to do it. I, I was like, only if uh, only if you do it. Which is, of course, a joke because I was already signed up in that division, and so he said he's in it too. So you got Jay, you got Chad, you got me, you got Dylan. You can shoot three hundred eight. Texas three gun. Uh, I might. I need a three hundred eight for that, but probably. I think I know a guy. Yeah, might be able to talk to some money on that. I know a guy could help you out. Yeah, My, I've got a three hundred eight, but uh, I'm not carrying it. It was built for a very specific purpose, and no. So yes, I need to. Talk to a guy that knows things about 308s. So then we're trying to get um, – That's not a it, whole match. That seems like so much fun, though, because, like I said, I shot it with you guys this year. It was year, really fun. And I shot normal tack optics. Yeah. And you guys shot heavy. And the whole time I was like, that's so much fun. Dude, my boss and I came back, uh, Ch- uh, Chad also, Chad with 1D. Uh, we <laughs> we got 2D Chad on my left here, and then we got Chad with 1D. And we have Chad Swarwood out who has a question. We got Chad who has a question. Uh, yeah, Chad Trifecta. Yeah, so my boss, Chad Larson, he's a three-gunner as well at Stag. I'm sorry? Prius Chad. Yeah, Prius Prius Chad. Chad. (laughs) So Prius Chad. I've got to buy a Prius sticker for his Jeep. (laughs) Oh, you should. Please, God, do. I think a Toyota emblem would probably fit over the Jeep emblem pretty good. probably would. Oh, I can make that at work. <sighs> anyway, somebody note this down. Also, fun fact: Chad Larson does not listen to podcasts ever, or even, have a Prius, even if he's ever been on them. So, really, yeah. So he will never see this coming. Anyway, uh, so we shot three hundred eight um, division, and uh, we did like a breakdown afterwards that Sunday after we had uh, dinner with you and with you guys with Chad and uh, uh, Forrest. And we were like, we're definitely doing this again. But here's the things we need to do. One is, like, get some time on the gun. Yep. And then uh, we both were shooting mil-spec triggers, so we're going we're gonna to change those out. Um, I got a couple hyperfires I'm screwing around with. And then uh, I think uh, Chad wanted to mess around with some, like, 120-something loads. And I was talking to one of my buddies, and his uh, ammo company apparently is making some 120-something loads. <coughs> is that guy in Texas? <laughs> Did he have an oak tree falling him? And uh, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna do that, and then uh, yeah, I think the other th- the other part of that is gonna be like a, a one to ten sort of thing because Tex- uh, Texas three gun has really stepped up their freaking long range game. Yeah, but damn it, three gun three uh, shooting three away was so much fun. Even though I was like not really familiar with the platform, and I could definitely use some. Uh, more time behind the gun, I will absolutely shoot that again. I think the hard part for me, like most three gunners, and I've experienced this when in other formats too, is put one bullet on the target. Why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird because, you know, that, that one uh, long run that we did going into like the, the gully hip, run, yeah. the hippie hollow there. Uh, oh, there's yeah, all these the hippie hut. Hippie <laughs> hut. Yeah, there's all these little. Uh, uh, Paper targets in there, and it looks cool as shit. Just and, and I'm just like, bunk, 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 bunk. I don't so, know. I don't want to remember. I seriously, that stage. I'd like to actually <laughs> test this. We should set up a little stage 
and shoot it one round per target versus our normal two rounds per, yeah. I bet you I shoot it faster shooting two rounds. Yeah. I'd like to find that out. Well, there's a reason everybody shoots two rounds. If it was faster to shoot one round, because one of the eight had neutralized, right? If it was faster to do that, everybody would. Yeah, but on the 308, it's not even a zone. It's right. just put one somewhere on it. But I found myself with almost all a zone hits, though. Yeah, shoot faster. Because I. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Oh, if you see brown, pull the trigger. You're racist. What Jerry says. <laughs> Sound like a dirty joke. So, uh, so that answers that question. I guess uh, matches I'm looking forward to. Um, I well, wanna, I, I want to go back. I think to going back to that, to that though, that. I think he's talking about like, do we? Do you think there's going to be more, or do you think? Oh, we want more of heavy. Yes. Hang on, real quick. Let me go to matches I'm looking forward to. So, uh, matches I'm looking forward to. I want to add uh, Colin Fossen's match. It's an NRL Hunter match that's in Laramie in April. Really? Uh, yeah. So. Uh, Stagger Arms is going to sponsor that one. You borrow a rifle for that. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, I'm going to shoot it with probably the ROs, and then uh, I think we're going to do like a demo or something like that afterwards. But I'm Perfect. definitely going to shoot that one. I don't know what division. I haven't read NRL rules, but it's the first uh, like national match that Collins put on and the first national match that's been at that Laramie range. So definitely want to do that. Support the hometown. Sign me up. Yep. Check. Yep. Okay. So more heavy options in 2021. So I will say that. The, the reason I shot Texas three-gun heavy optics is because I could use my same shotgun and my same pistol. I didn't have to build a forty-five or something. Absolutely. That's, so, yeah, that's a absolutely. great format. Yeah. Anybody, any match directors out there listening, thinking about this format? like Just make it three hundred eight only. Call yeah. it DMR division or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. I, I understand the whole thing of you know pump shotgun, 12-gauge, and forty-five. I understand. But as a match director, I can tell you, like, you wonder, well, why don't we have any heavy shooters? Well, I'm not going to go buy gear. Dude, I'm going to buy gear and do all that. Like just ten, 10 round mags of 45 is the biggest bullshit on earth. Fuck that. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Why Why would you go to a pistol stage where, oh, yeah, it's uh, 38 rounds of pistol. You're like, uh, okay, so I have to carry six mags on me? Might as well make it a revolver. Yeah. yeah. That's so dumb. Like, I think that is the reason. And then I would have to buy another $3,000 um, uh, 45 pistol. So I have a, a pump shotgun, and to buy like a Benelli Supernova, which is the, um, I guess the gold standard in in pump shotguns, that's only like four hundred dollars or something, five hundred dollars. I don't sure. know. Sure, but if you buy a pistol, it's four grand, three yeah. three three grand, four grand, whatever. Yeah, no it is. thanks. Um, I I did that uh, uh, Stoger that I modified the port on the P three thousand, and that thing was is awesome as a pump shotgun. It's a great gun for sure, and I would love to shoot that in another match, but not if I have to go buy a three thousand dollars forty-five. Fuck that! Hey, I've got a Kimber forty-five that I first started shooting I with. I want a pistol that works, dude. Oh, it works. It's just ten round mags. Like I don't have enough <laughs> to get you through a stage. Well, there's so. also that. Yeah, <laughs> we shoot the shooting sports because we like to go fast. Yeah, yeah. that is I what makes shoot. them attractive. It's so a, it's that, fun to shoot a three hundred eight, and I'd actually love it if we shot two on paper with three hundred eight. Call me, call yeah. me crazy. Just I want to, well, like I, ooh, I can, ex- no, I can accept the I like single. This. I can accept the single round. Like I'm Did not going to fight it, but make it tack ops of the 308. No, I, I think I think we come up with a name for this. You call it like oh, Hulk tack or something, Hulk or tack. like, <laughs> or like <laughs> Arnold tack, like something on steroids. <laughs> smash tack, like, smash, smash tack. tack. Yeah, I like this. It's ooh. like it's it's tack, 
but it's full tilt. Two on paper, like rock everything, like cheer J. Flex tag. You call it flex tag because you're flexing on the fours, dumping. <laughs> yeah. Is, did we do we pull Dylan in on this? I know. Jeez. How many uh, how many magazines do you have, buddy? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I have all the clips. They recently went on a canoe ride. <clears throat> all right. Does um, anybody have a holy boat for rent? Got next next question mine here. Are all, mine are all pre-banned, though. <laughs> Isn't everything pre-banned? Because at any moment in time, ATF could wake up and be like, oh, that looks like fun. Let's ban it. Yep. Yep. Well said. You're welcome. Take that, everybody. <laughs> yes, Dave's pissed off about the ATF. I am as well. <laughs> as pissed off Thanks. as me? No, I'm pissed off as well. Oh, it's because you have to go to the potty? No, keep talking. Okay. Don't make it weird. Uh, <laughs> Don't make it weird. <laughs> Just trying to figure out why you're pissed off. I want you to have a good time. It's I was listening. Dave's like deep, deeply gazing into my eyes as we're having this conversation. It's slightly creepy. I'm trying See, to figure out if you touch your mic not, or not. Yeah, you guys are just missing the face petting. If you start all. hearing scratching from the mics touching each other. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't worry about that noise. You hurt. You worry about the. <laughs> wow. <laughs> On that note. Man, made 291 episodes before uh, so getting the, banned uh, from YouTube. Awesome. The conversation. Oh, it's like anything to uh, get banned from YouTube. <laughs> Okay, so Todd Lewis, the uh, the uh, rock star of uh, Florida, three gun. Todd Lewis, everybody. Todd Yay. Lewis. Whoop. No, <laughs> there it is. There we go. So, Todd Lewis, everybody. So if you guys can't tell, you know, with the old Patreon and the podcast thing, Dave's a little rusty. Yeah, a little bit. I forgot that this one is the applause for Todd Lewis. I'm actually scared to press the pink button. I don't know what the pink button does. I like pressing the pink button. <laughs> so Todd Lewis says, number one, what is the best caliber if you have to run for your life during a zombie apocalypse? Oh, this is easy. Forrest, you may answer. So. <laughs> I keep forgetting we're not on video because it would be so good. Jay's laughing like he saw you do that. So yes. I think he's really <laughs> Did he do the same thing? Yes. Uh, I think it's easy, though, because everyone wants these exotic calibers, but same thing. It goes back to two, two, three, and five, five, six. NATO? Yeah. Oh, not even. Like, just if I can shove that down my barrel, I'm going to put it in a zombie's face. Because, one, it is one of the most common rounds we've sold. 25 million guns this year in the U.S., and a lot of them are ARs, and nobody record this. National Guard facilities are all stockpiled with 5.56, and there's a lot of them around the country. Yeah, I I live, like, right next to one. Yeah. National Guards, like, have pretty low security and a lot of 5.56. Like, if if I need to put... Yeah. Speaking of zombies, I heard Nancy hey, Pelosi so got boats. a COVID shot. So, today. Bo- yeah. <laughs> so boats and uh, boats and hose. Yeah, boats yeah. and hose, and then like yeah, uh, pinned up song cued right now. I know. <laughs> so God. no, I would go. Uh, seriously, I would go. And everybody would say like, if you had to have one gun, like it had to work for you all your life and do everything. What rifle? Do I was like, I take my damn three gun rifle. I can do anything with my three gun rifle. It's super reliable. Everybody's like, competition rifles aren't reliable. Bullshit. Like, I can hit anything I want, and it's ultra-reliable, it's light, shoots amazing, I can put bullets in it, shoot zombies in the face, I'm done. I'm glad that you clarified you could put bullets in it. Yeah. It really made me feel more comfortable yeah. with that. Statement. I mean, I can do everything. 
Chad. Yeah, I was. was oh, go ahead, Chad. I, I yeah. I mean, he, I don't think he's wrong, but I mean, at the end of the day, whatever caliber you have, I think it's going to get the job done, according to the movies, at least. <laughs> well, that and that brings uh, brings us to me. So the uh, twenty-two. That's what I was going to say. Twenty-two. You know the Got twenty thousand uh, rounds ready to go. Well, not only that, but like a lot of people do, and you can find twenty-two in like every barn, every farmhouse, and stuff like that. So, <clears throat> I think twenty-two kind of has uh, a little something, something to that. If, Chitch- you're, if you're talking every barn and barn and farm, though, you got to go twelve gauge. You can That's, find buckshot and slugs that, across the like coast to coast. That was kind of my initial thought. Like yeah. shot to the heart, and you're too late, darling. Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> really That's what loud. I was thinking of when you were talking about all that. It depends on where you hit them. Like, I know shooting slug gongs is a lot of fun, but I think zombie heads would be funner with slugs. I would oh. say, like, yeah. so... That's but I know we'd miss. But I know we'd miss based on our three gun stages. <laughs> well, you would miss. But you stuff sick quads. Sick quads. So um, it, it's tough though know. because. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think that would earn the toast. <laughs> yeah, toast everybody well, that here. Was way yeah. too Merry Whoever's drinking along, Merry Christmas, toast. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> so one of the. Um, things with 22 uh, over 12 gauges capacity. 2022? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, 2022. The problem with... Uh, it's got some ice soup over there. The problem with um, 12 gauges, like most of the guns you find are going to have like three rounds or something in it. So, Jay. Sick quad. My yeah. friend. What uh, yes. what's caliber you're going to uh, run for zombie apocalypse? Well, the first answer would be whatever I'm currently carrying... Um, but ideally, fan. I think it's 22. Because the best gun you have is it. the gun you're on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You carry 22 uh, on you, Jay? I, I carry a 46, but uh, or, I carry <laughs> like a 46. <laughs> the Beastie Boys, 22 uh, automatic on my person. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, Jay, you seem like the 45 gap right. kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Mind the gap. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I, I would think 22 would be ideal because lightweight, you can carry a ton of it. Uh, it's quiet and it'll pretty much kill anything. Uh, and uh, if worst case scenario, I'll, you know, always remember rule number two is zombie then double taps. <laughs> there we yeah. go. Truth. <laughs> okay, uh, Jay, uh, since we're on you, next question. Uh, number two, if you have to eat your neighbor during the great pandemic, what is the best hot sauce to use? This is also from Todd Lewis. And there is a Frank's third. Red Hot. Put that shit on everything. <laughs> Texas Pete's. Texas Pete's? Murph's. Murph's? Sweet, Murph's. Sweet baby dude, Murph's hot sauce? We're, oh, dude, we should. Texas Regun. Hot sauce showdown. Bring in hot sauce of choice. We'll put it on some meat. Sounds like they're you gonna put it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, Aaron, please make sure you up the uh, porta potty quote quotient for the uh, Texas Regan Championships. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a left turn. I'm going uh, with teriyaki. Mm, dis- well, disqualified. Did not meet criteria. Uh, this this might it could be it could be spicy teriyaki. Yeah, we could do. It. Have Fair. you never had the teriyaki with those little red peppers in there? Yeah, a little Debbie Downer and over here. Apparently, you've never seen my neighbor. Anyway, moving on. Uh, for, wow. for you, 
<laughs> Forest for you, number three. This, this is why I am. What? Say it again, Jay. It is why. Yeah, it is Wyoming. You said I haven't seen the paper. I said it is Wyoming. It is Wyoming. Yeah, that would be jerky in Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. Leather and We just uh, and... do salt and it's jerky. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, if uh, Let's see. Forrest, if you could shoot any match again, what would it be? Any match again, is this a match that doesn't exist? No. Or is this just so a match that I totally that's fucked the, up on and I can go back to? That's the only context. So I will say... It's completely open, so oh. it would be a match. It says again, so a match you've shot, and reason is not uh, stated. So it can be if you fucked it up or if you just enjoyed it so much. That's a hard question for me. Like, I love shooting three-gun. I love shooting three-gun. I do. Mm-hmm. I've noticed and that. I, and here's the thing. What three-gun out there? Three-gunner. Three-gunner out what there. three-gunner out there? Three-gunner. Oh, man. What three right go- before we get ready to shut down the Patreon, we figured out a name for the patrons. <laughs> three gooners. Three gooners. <laughs> three gooners. No! I guess we'll, uh, we'll have to follow that through to something thing. else. <laughs> so back on that, though, is that so what three gunner out there, what match have you shot where you came back from like, I wish I could reshoot that match and just do this, this, and this, crush every stage in your own mind. Or you know, that but- was the most epic match I've shot. I want to shoot it again. Oh. Dude, that's hard. It is hard. But for me, it's fresh in my mind that I would want to shoot Texas three-gun championships in 308 again. With and a gun that the works. The same one that we... E- <laughs> yes, this most recent year. And I wish that I would have done more prep work to make sure that my rifle would function. So, Dude, I know a guy. My answer... I, I will be not shooting that same rifle in a match ever again. That is now getting scrapped for parts. Man, it's almost like somebody told you that before. <clears throat> Huh. My answer. Eat it, Richard. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my answer is something similar. It's like, <laughs> I've seen the guys around yeah. me. Like, I, like my own failures are my own failures. But I've seen the guys around me that fail when I see the potential. And it's the same thing where the match that I want to see again is Chad's match with a 308 that works. <laughs> So dramatic. So if you could do a match again, it would be to watch Chad shoot the match. I want to see him not shit the bed. I want to see Chad not shit the bed. Oh, man. I shot a good match that match. My shit just didn't work. No, there's there's a lot of matches that I would love to shoot again. There's so, and it's one of those things, there's so many in my head that I, I really can't pinpoint much. There is a match in my head that I haven't shot that I would love to shoot that is no longer Hang there. On. Did you shoot it, though? No. But that's Hold that I'm, thought. Exactly. Hold that thought. That's why, that's that, why, that is a question that's that, coming up. It, do not answer that. Exactly. But that's, that's, that's why I'm that's not saying it. Dave, what do you think about this question? <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, I, it's, man, this one's tough for me. I would think 2012. Ooh. Excuse me. Um, I wasn't shooting then. Oh, you missed out. <laughs> that's the best. Maybe year. it was that match. Best year three gun ever. Maybe it was that match. <sighs> I think it was 2012. But the uh, uh, Pikes Peak Shotgun Challenge. Yeah, I heard neither, good things. Neither of us were shooting them. that. So there, it only happened two years, and it was effing epic, and it was like right at the height of shotgun matches, and. I was new, so I sucked monkey ass, and so I would love to go back and shoot it as an experienced shooter. I wish this was alive because I would say right now, mine that 
is very similar to yours. It's not the same, although that is one of them. Mine is very similar, but I bet you somebody on a live feed could pick out my favorite based on yours. Mm. Nordic. Shotgun Championships. Boom. No Again, live feed. Supposed, if you no have shot that, you're supposed to wait. Jesus, dude, come on. Anyway. But you just did it. Ch- no, oh, I shot that shot one. It. I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> no, you said God, a totally different it. match. <laughs> Chad. I wasn't, oh, listen- oh, I wasn't listening. Side match right here. So hang on. Hang on. We're I'm, fighting. I'm we need to, tight. We need to Toast. come back together. Toast. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is perfect. Life. So this is our side match. We figured this out about. I just noticed you're not drinking when we toast. I, I did drink. That is so I rude. Did I drank so that right quick. Down. I drank so quick. He's so rude. How many times have we refilled your drink? Once? I'm on yes, my third on, or fourth. Man. Hey, Jay, are you still in the same beer? I haven't heard a crack. Hey, I'm on uh, number five. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. I haven't heard the crack. You, you should. It's the start of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is that applause? <laughs> <laughs> I even showed you. <laughs> oh, shit. I totally forgot my brain thoughts. Hang on. Okay. So oh, no, no. I got it. No, no, no. My brain thoughts. Pa- pause your brain <laughs> thoughts. And, Chad, uh, what is the match that you would like shooting in? I'm pretty sure I just answered this question. Did you? Yeah. What was it? You were digging through your foot. Texas three game championships with, like, rifle load work. Oh, my bad. Jay? I'm sorry. I uh, cut out there. If you repeat the question, please. He's getting a beer. If you, could shoot <laughs> if you could shoot any match again, what would it be? Um, I'm going with, actually, I would reshoot the, uh, remember we did the Ipsic prep shotgun match that, um, them guys did a few years back. Yeah, I remember when you did that. Did it? What's that? Never mind. I remember you did that. When, yes, when Simon did, 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 did that match. Yes, I would actually like to reshoot that match, honestly. Interesting. Any reason? Because I sucked it up. <laughs> All right. So solely okay. based on your performance, not on the match. So we're going to go out of order on the questions now. James Carshoot, if you could bring back one match from the past, which would it be and why? Go Forest. Two-part question. Back to the previous question, I had a light bulb. Oh, my God. <laughs> light bulb. Light bulb. So a match I could reshoot. short, probably. No. But. A match I could reshoot again. I don't know. I, I think I blocked this out in my mind. So I think it was three years ago, I was shooting USPSA Multigun Nationals. Oh. Yes. Um, and I was shooting the match very well inside, well inside the top ten. And then two <laughs> stages from the end of a three-day match, I was shooting my rifle, and I snapped my hips out of position to transition to another position, and my pistol... Decided to just like leap out of my holster like a rabbit frog and hit the ground and dance around. <laughs> and, and I obviously I DQ'd, but yeah. Uh, his Akai grew wings. Yeah. And it was a brand new gun at the time. It was the first scratch, and that scratch is still in that gun. Yes, I would love to reshoot that match and have a retention holster. Everybody, have a retention holster. It will crush your dreams. What kind of retention holster do you use now? Uh, my retention <laughs> holster is a custom holster. It's not made by any of the big companies. It's made by a local guy, Dave Beebe. 
in Colorado. Oh, okay. Yep. It's great. Dave, I just had a light bulb too. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I would actually very much like to reshoot 2020 USPSA Multigun Nationals. Oh, really? The the I, most recent one? I would not. That was miserable. Yes. Miserable. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was in very poor spirits that weekend, and it was just an utter shit show. I don't remember seeing you there. <laughs> uh, we talked to him for like three hours, bro. Dude. <laughs> Yeah. Sure we, also had, uh, dinner. we probably had dinner and i blocked that one out too because I, I heard that was like a like an attrition match like people were getting dude, fucked up the blisters from the feet being on all the, the feet all day we and shot 12 hour schedules we drank what three cases of water and like two cases of pedialyte it yeah. was absurd dude oh. it was it was it was miserable it was miserable i fell off so hard on the second day yeah. it was even funny yeah. I, I don't even want yeah. that match back. I just don't want to shoot that match again. Forrest Pist- Pistol song. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> How did you come up with that? <laughs> oh, I'm an asshole. <laughs> oh, the vi- I wish we had the video. <laughs> I could put the video with that right now and be like, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> DQ. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really snap them hips though for that. Yeah, oh. he really did. It almost looked like you tried like to you send were your trying to. Yeah, yeah, it looked like you were trying to send so it out. The best you were popping and locking, like uh, like there was someone on the squad you were trying to impress. <laughs> yeah. So the best part of that, I don't know that I should say this, but I don't even worry because we're not affiliated with this range anymore. Is that that particular range had a bar on site, and I DQ'd, and after not trying to hang myself by something. <laughs> I just I was like I ripped off my little band that said I was shooting and not drinking, mm-hmm. and I went to the bar and got a cup of whiskey, and I came back and I put my target tape. So anybody that doesn't know, your solo cup fits perfectly inside the roll of a target tape. So then, yeah, I taped the next two stages with my squad with whiskey in hand, taping targets. <laughs> <laughs> In my sorrow. It's legit. Yeah. And then, yeah, then I cried. Oh, buddy. <laughs> but the match that I haven't shot, that I wish I could shot, that is no longer here is Nordic three gun or Nordic shotgun match champion. Yeah, I would whatever love to it was shoot called. that too. I would love to shoot that match again. I know there's been rumbles with 20, you know, 2021 with ammo shortage of bringing that match back. Whoever runs that match, I don't know who does, bring that it's match back. It's the Minnesota Three Gun group. Yeah, bring it back. I'll come. I'll shoot it. <clears throat> well, and that's uh, Minnesota Three Gun. Or, uh, yeah, Trigun. Minnesota Trigun is the replacement for the uh, shotgun match. Yeah. Bring back the shotgun match for 21. I'm there. Let's do this. I'll bring attack. Or What are the divisions there? Is it limited? It's not tack. Yeah. I think they call it tack. Yeah. Is it? And then open? What is limited then? What is a limited shotgun? There's not. There's pump. It's a pump. What's, what's so it's, it's pump. It? It's got to be pump, tack, and the open, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'll bring a tack and an open shotgun. I'll shoot both. Let's dude, go. Dude, I'll shoot pump. Yeah. You I'll can, go shoot pump. You can pump my open. Yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Next <laughs> question. There you go. On the bringing back a match question. Oh, yeah. Go for it, buddy. Uh, 
I actually never made it to Rock Castle. Same, same. Whoa, really? Yeah, I've never made it to Rock Castle. Oh, same. wow. Dudes. Yeah, that was great. So yeah. I, I shot uh, Blue Ridge. Not shot it. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I would have liked to have shot it as a mature competitor because when I shot it, I wasn't really excited about it because uh, that seems like a weird match to shoot, not committed to it. That seems like a full commitment match. Well, at the time, like I was traveling around the country shooting matches primarily. Um, but that said, like it was, <clears throat> um, there's a lot of bullshit at, at, at Blue Ridge. Let's just be honest. And there's a lot of like, uh, oh, you think that's a uh, safety problem? Well, you're a pussy, you know? So, yeah, I'm not cool with that. No. So that's, that's nope. why I was like, eh. but anyway, uh, Rock House Pro Am, that was a fun match. I definitely wanted to experience a facility, though. Like, that yeah. was something I never got to experience. Yeah. yeah, that place was absolutely incredible. The, uh, um, the hotel was like just a place to sleep, it wasn't anything exciting. But the, uh, the grounds were absolutely incredible. And uh, the um, humidity was epic. Legendary. Ugh. Gross. So, completely off topic <laughs> from that. A facility that I would love, love to see more matches at, but they only do one match, is the, ma- the facility they do uh, Zombie in the Heartlands at. Oh, yeah. That facility is amazing. Well, they do amazing. USPSA matches there. So let's do real matches there. <laughs> um, Jay, that was for you. I guess one of those problems, they don't have distance there. Dis- yeah, they do. Well, I think they go out to like 400. Through tunnels. It's really weird. Through tunnels. Well, Through that's tunnels. the same, same way uh, Minnesota is. But that, that facility is amazing, and the town is 10 minutes from the range. So you have hotels and restaurants and everything. We look at logistics. And it's like actually like a pretty good town, too. Yeah. Yeah, oh, we got stories from there. Oh, that's where the double dragon double came from. Double dragon. That's yep. where the double dragon came from. Do you want to... No, Lennon? no. Nope. Kay. Nope, nope. Huh? We've got to get our buddy Shit. Lennon on to uh, discuss the double dragon, apparently. Hey, oh. Jay, do you know where double dragon is? Video game? Uh, well, yes, it is a video game. And <laughs> Is it? And Is it? And Did you ask? Is it? I don't. I don't know. Yes, that's where the name came from. Where do they do that in the video game? They don't do that in the video game. How does that relate then? Because, <laughs> you know, Pete Pete came up with the name. Pete's crazy. No, no, no. Pete didn't come up with the name. He looked up the name. It's, the proper name is Shamit. You're shitting and vomiting at the same time. It's a Shamit. No, no, no. Hey, Jay. Is you that like oh. Lord of the Rings term? <laughs> like hey, like Jay. Lord of the Rings have you ever heard of Urban Dictionary? <laughs> yes. You should look up Double Dragon. Don't do it. Pretty do sure it. And the name of the pistol you carry. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, okay, so <laughs> next question. Uh, is, so look that up and get back to us. Next question is uh, Lance Hopper, who uh, was supposed to move to Colorado but didn't. <sighs> oh. Bullet dodged. Um, how do you get <laughs> unbanned from a range? Hey, Dave. How do you get unbanned? You get unbanned? I'd like to take from a one. range that you've been banned from. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's actually a quite simple process. Did you get banned from a range? No, but I'm creative. You use Practice Score and you sign up as Jave Dartman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do that for sure. Oh no! I, but when you said use Practice Score and then cheat, I thought of a different name. <laughs> 
Well, if and it, the question the question wasn't like how do you get around a ban? It was how do you get unbanned? Fair enough. Chocolates, yeah. roses. So I do not know is the answer to that question. Next yeah. question. Hey, hey, Dave. Yeah. Should we find out how to get unbanned from a range? I've tried, and uh, apparently it's not possible. Um, anyway, next question. Todd Lewis, number four. What wine and cheese are best to pair with COVID-19 infected reindeer? Brie. Brie? Mm, soft, pliable. I've been real on the Malbec lately. Isn't that a wine? It is a wine. Wine and cheese. Oh, I just heard cheese. Ooh. So... I'm gonna so I'm gonna break the mold here. I'm gonna go with like Cheddar Jack. Cheddar Jack. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get the best Colby. of everything. You no. get cheddar and you get the spiciness of the Jack and everything else. Like I'm just, I'm just gonna Are go you with sure that. You're not thinking of Colby Jack. No, no, no Cheddar Jack. Okay. Yeah. I I'm, I'm just gonna go with that. Jay, how about you? What was the original question? What What <laughs> wine and cheese are best to pair with COVID nineteen <laughs> infected reindeer? <laughs> I agree. I uh, I like a good brie or gruyere, and then uh, you know throw that back with some Shiraz. Ooh, I go with the cab personally. Cab, I like I a cab. cab. I really Are you guys yeah. speaking fucking English here? <laughs> speaking French, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Look it up. Crepes. Hey, American Colby Jack. All right. Shiraz Italian. Cheddar Jack. Something. <laughs> go with American cheese. Next question from the Texan. Uh, Forest. This one's for you, buddy. Uh, this is from our, our bro, Eric Sabe. Mm. Oh, shit. Good dude. That's a rifleman right there. Yeah. Uh, limited shooter. Um, lives life backwards. Lives left-handed. Life. He is left-handed. Left-handed and limited. He's the triple L. Eric, can I interest you in a stag <laughs> rifle? <laughs> no shit. Stag three-gun right? left-handed. Um, left-handed anyway. stag three-gun? Yeah. Wow. We got him, bro. Man, that's a that's an invasive company right there. <laughs> no more brass in your face, Eric. Uh, Eric says, Dave, say hello to the boys for me. Hello, boys. Hello. Mission accomplished. Let's talk about how, let's talk, (laughs) let's talk about how MDs can continue to build interesting and challenging matches while balancing ammo shortages will be a challenge in 2021, uh, to keep people in matches. And then, uh, Nathan Lindemann, another cool dude has been, um, long, long time listener and contributor to three gun show. Uh, plus one. I basically asked this over on the Patreon webpage. Oh, my bad. We will get over there too. Um, so, as an MD, as an MD, um, I think this is a fine balance, and it depends on a little bit of. Uh, let's use the word customer because the three gun shooter in your area that attends your match is your customer. Yep. So, Even if all the money that you take in for the match goes to the club and not you, correct? Yeah, Still, you're, you're not you're like nobody get confused. You're not making money MDing matches, right? Um, Trust me. (laughs) But as an MD, you try to seek that balance. Like even in my own things, I try to seek the balance of go fast fun, which equals a lot of ammo, and the technical positional shooting, which equals very little ammo, but very technical shooting. But me personally tends to, it's not boring, but it's not entertaining. Yeah. And you need to balance those things. Now, I think for 2021, honestly, I don't have the recipe yet. I think we're going to have to figure that out, and we're going to play with it. Um, I think, you, I think uh, if I may uh, jump in and interject. Interject, please. I would th- think that um, physical things are going to become part of it. 
do you remember when um, we started shooting three gun um, in uh, Greeley? There, we had to do things like shoot under a brick and then carry ammo cans to here, then draw your pistol and then shoot. Like those are things that take up time on the clock that are not necessarily shooting, but now in the current environment might actually be kind of useful. Um, I don't completely agree. All right, I'll go fuck myself then. Yeah. Well, and the reason this is it, is it, it is a great American pastime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and again, if you look at this as your customer, like I have several customers, several shooters that come out that are great guys, but are older guys with mobility issues and asking them to go prone under well, a center block and everything else. But they're also at risk for COVID, so they should just know their place. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, there's definitely a balance there. Bad, I mean, there's definitely a balance between what you're saying, Dave, and, and what Forrest is kind of saying as well. He's got but, a point. Like but, the, We used to do the uh, um, shoot under stuff and then do other things. There's guys that like when they shoot under stuff, it takes them like – 35 seconds to get up. Trust me, I get it. Well, I'm no. talking about dudes that were in Korea, so. No, yeah. I know what you're saying. That wasn't <laughs> a fat joke. I mean, like, I've, I've been at matches. I see the people getting Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Thanks for making me feel overweight. No, I, th- I thought that was you talking about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always about you, Chad. <laughs> but. Wow. No, but I think there is a balance there where instead of, like, shooting through center blocks or under center blocks or two-by-fours or this or that, if you do things like a little bit scaled targets, a little bit a little bit smaller targets from positions like VTAC barriers, so if you shoot, I think scaled. Tar- I'm sorry to interrupt you right there, um, but uh, scaled targets I think are really good because you don't need long range ammo. And you remember the the freaking trouble you and I had finding long range ammo mm-hmm. for Wyoming, yeah. right? You mean when you guys like borrowed a bunch of my ammo? I did I not borrow your about. ammo. Oh, did you not? No. We were in the middle of the match. I know you did. Don't no, even. No. <laughs> you got everything back of yours. Oh, yeah, right. We were in the <laughs> middle of the match trying to find long-range ammo. But I think for 2021, actually, I think this is a great recipe because if you're shooting 100 yards with decent 55-grain ammo at scaled targets, um, that makes a lot of sense. Like Should those 5-inch uh, Colt poppers from RockyMountainTargets.com? Yeah. yeah. Those, the Skinny Sammies? What was that? Oh, uh, the oh, Skinny, skinny Sammies, Sammies at 100 targets? yards? Ooh-wee. That Utah match we shot had 50-yard three-inch rounds on a little spinner. That owned people. Owned Owning people. Well, we like zeroed. The, the we specifically walked stages and zeroed on those targets. Yeah. Not on the targets. We zeroed for the targets. Correct. Yeah. Not on the target. Next to the target. Near the target in that area. On a that was the zero bay per the match director. It was. Be, you have to be from a certain family to zero on the targets. Correct. Yeah, we're not in that family. We're not soulless bastards. I mean, <laughs> you're all, you are ginger. Soulless Here. bastard. You are. Mexican ginger. Let's see. <laughs> so, Jay, but, what do you think uh, from shooter standpoint? Um, things you can do to, to uh, lower the round count, still keep match, matches interesting. Yeah, I mean, you know, create a little more movement in the stages. Um, you know, you talk about scaling targets, just putting not just throwing little tiny targets out at ridiculous distances, just 
making it necessarily harder, but just make things more technical and then dial the round counts down. And, yeah. uh, I mean, that'll, that'll be the biggest help for people. I would, um, I would say less paper would be good, right? Cause those take two rounds a piece. Um, more steel is always great. Yeah. More steel is always great. The, the other thing would be, um, <clears throat> less um, tubes to go through for sure. Yeah. Less tubes to go through. Um, <laughs> Like Jay said, dialing back the – so for club matches, I think dialing back the round count is a good thing. Yeah, for and club, so, not yeah, for majors. Correct. So maybe you – for a club match, you do a uh, – like a skill builder day of like, okay, this stage here is not timed. This is going to be for you to learn – skills that you'll use on the next stage or that you'll use for the next weekend or something like that, like a standards type stage. But for um, we usually, majors, for majors, I think it needs to be the experience that people are paying for. And if they need to save all their ammo for the entire year to shoot that one fucking match, then, worth it. then that needs to be worth it, right? Yeah. So what I would hate to do is for matches to cater, like lowering round counts, for guys that want to shoot five matches and bone the dudes that, like, Gen 3 is my one match. Like, it's it's an hour and a half from my house. That is the one match a year I go shoot, and uh, that is, like, my Super Bowl. You know, that sort of thing. I yeah, and, and yeah my, agreed. And, and my comments were referring to more local-type matches. Like, major matches shouldn't change a damn thing. No. Major matches should be higher round count. Those that are going for major matches like thus, you know, like the ones like us are going to multiples, like we just have to choose less multiple. Yeah, we're we're gonna figure it out. We're yeah. gonna figure it out. But those that are again, there's I think a larger majority of local people shooting that particular major match than those of us that are traveling nationally. And you again, I hate to use the word, but you have to make it worth it to your customer. And that's what that is. Like even as a national shooter or whatever, if you go to a match, you don't have fun. I'm not thinking about going to that match again if I don't have fun. Yeah. Like, I'm there competitively, but I want to have fun. And yep. if you dial it back too far where you do a super technical match where the whole time I'm like, fuck, this is boring. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that again. But again, so in a local and even, I'll say, even in a major match thing, with ammo in 21, and I'm, I'm going to say this with just 21, I hope it's not an issue in 22 or going past that, doing scaled targets I think is a legitimate legitimate option there. Um, also, yes. <laughs> uh, also with, it's not even like scaled targets, it's a little bit of positional work. But you have to make things interesting, just not boring. And you have to, and if you're a local match guy, you have to make your stages flow. Because if your stages take too long and it drags out your whole match, then everybody's miserable. And Forrest just wants, wants to, to have, have fun. fun. I do. This is a <laughs> damn game. I don't get paid to do this shit. I do this because I love it. All right, buddy. The longer you talk, the more questions we get. Perfect. So. There's a weird balance there somewhere, so we're going to move on. There is a weird balance. I love weird balances. Speaking of weird balance. That's why Chad goes to elementary school. So, you know there's that one place of town that we don't go to? 
um, over by that Philly cheesesteak place. There's I'll like try that, that place. Uh, yeah, me too. But there's that little bridge over there that mm-hmm. goes over, and then there's those guardrails that that keep people from going off into the ditch, right? Because Dave, Dave are you our guardrail? No, because oh. there's that uh, there, that little creek that goes under there, but it's like mostly dry all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Like that one creek that I, goes I know what you're talking about. I don't see the relevance. So I was driving by one time, and speaking of off the rails, there was a dude that was lying like face down on the rail, but, and like his left arm and left leg and his face were facing the road, and his right arm and right leg and the back of his head were on the sidewalk. But he was sleeping in broad fucking daylight, like 2 p.m., like straddled over the side of this this uh, uh, guardrail. I envy that man. Yeah, that's that's just some dude like that, that's freedom. Loves to live his life, you know. He's living his best life right there, just right out in the middle of Cheyenne. Hopped up on pixie sticks and makes me happy think. sauce. I forgot Egg, the, and, and eggnog. Apparently, apparently eggnog. Yeah. Okay. It's great a American <laughs> rights right there. Just living his life, you know. <laughs> Good, uh, good, strong, conservative family raised that kid, apparently. Because <laughs> we're in Wyoming. Okay, so next question is uh, Brennan Hurd. Um, even though ammo is short, what is a firearm that you were excited to try out? Ooh, I got one of these. Uh, does not have to be co- uh, competition-related. That's a good one. So, Chad, um, even though ammo, ammo is short, like just, you know, don't don't consider the ammo part. Mm-hmm. Is there a firearm that you're excited to try out? Actually, that six arc, right? A lot of oh, yeah. hearing a lot of good stuff about it. I haven't been but behind in, one in an air platform. Absolutely, it's the only way to fly. But that I don't think that's in the spirit of what's happening here. Oh, that, please raise the question. What is the firearm you're excited to try out? A firearm? Because you've, I, you've I was got a cartridge. lot of AR experience. Yeah. yeah for, sorry, 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 okay, sorry. Yeah. You know, I've actually so for never... for cartridge, been, I would say six arc. Absolutely. But for firearm... Sorry. I misunderstood the question. That's okay. But you know, I've always wanted to shoot one Let's of those, like, uh, the double guns, like the old African safari double guns, like in like a 416 Rigby like or something. Oh, you know, yeah? Like, just with an elephant hunting gun. What, what do you mean by double gun? Double rifle. Double rifle. Double-barreled rifle. Like oh, a, like no a side-by-side shot. shotgun? Oh, you're kidding me. Caliber. Like, I've always wanted to shoot something like that. I didn't know that was a thing, a double barrel. Absolutely. Weird. Yeah, all the guys hunting over in Africa, the big, big dangerous game, that's mostly what they use is double rifles. Shooting. And it's, it's like a side-by-side shotgun, but in giant shoulder-busting rifle calibers. Exactly. I had no clue that that was a thing. Jay fills me. Yeah, Jay fills you deep. So, Jay, <laughs> for you, um, what is a firearm that you were excited to try out? And uh, let's pile on the uh, caliber, too, since uh, Chad added that one in there. I think that's a cool one. Uh, dude, I, I want to try a, a 50 AE Desert Eagle. Oh, really? <sighs> yeah, I, I, I never shot a Deagle. One, one-handed <laughs> is the only way to fly, buddy. I know a guy that used to conceal carry a deagle in a uh, shoulder holster. Wow, really? Yeah, like in the early 90s like, in, wow. in Denver. I mean, if you're going to do that, you guys carry cold? an appendix. Just Ooh. might be able to pick <laughs> up some extra chicks <laughs> in the bar. <laughs> Was it tiger-striped? <laughs> I don't know any of those questions. Oh my God. I could ask him. <laughs> That's amazing. 
Uh, I had a friend when I was in, uh, I guess you'd call it college. Um. <laughs> Almost spit dog all over the place. Uh, no, it, it was back, past back high school. when I was a dancer. I guess you'd call it college. My uh, extracurricular education. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, had a 50 AE Desert Eagle, and I remember going, that dude had some bizarre wheel, weird guns before I was into guns, and he had some cool shit. He had a uh, USP-45 <clears throat> TAC. He had a uh, 50 AE Desert. He had HK-91, HK-93. I, I got scope ringed by a 91 with him on a big gong. I remember that shit. Um, but we had a thing where... At the time, I think it was uh, Charlie's Angels came out about that time. And freaking Lucy Lou is like dual wielding 50 AEs. Lucy Lou. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, we should do that. He's like, but we only have one. I'm like, well, let's try one. And I couldn't hold on to one. I like flipped behind me. had to catch the damn thing. <laughs> so I was like, Lucy Lou's full of shit. <laughs> She's got that kung fu grip. Dude, kung fu grip? <laughs> I think Sublime finished that one off. Maybe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, that was an interesting one, but Sublime, Kung Fu Grip, Kung Fu Grip. Yeah, no, I totally understand. How did you not cue that one up? God. I went with Dirty Dancing because we were talking about. Well, I guess it was college. <laughs> uh, my bad. Man, there's so many calibers out there. Okay, my caliber. Hang I want. I want a shoulder. Did Jay, did Jay finish? He wanted to do a deagle. Yeah. Well, what no, was Forrest the, uh, just interrupted him. Oh, shit. Yeah, what was the caliber that you wanted to do, Jay? You said 50 AE. It was 50, 50 AE. Oh, so you chose one gun for both? Oh, that's lame. All right, Forrest, you're up. Shoulder fire 20-millimeter cannon. Fuck you guys. All right, then. Shoulder fire 20-millimeter cannon. I thought we were being like, like realistic. realistic here. <laughs> yeah. It, ex- it exists. I want to fly it does the exist. You, work hard. YouTube it. It exists. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess uh, if we're if we're talking gun, it would be the uh, yeah. So the minigun. And, yeah. uh, oh caliber, shit! Minigun uh, is top of the list. With, uh, MG, no MG forty two. MG forty two. Isn't that. that the Hitler's bus saw? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I, I shot that. one of those at Texas three gun. I hate you. Yeah. Wait, no, not a Texas three gun <laughs> at uh, yeah. DC project. DC project last year. It was awesome. Like, like MG forty two and minigun are my bucket list guns. Agreed. Yeah. MG forty two and minigun are MG forty two is exactly like you th- think it's going to be. Yeah, just and then you feel like dirty afterwards. You're like it's probably smoked a lot. I'm not going to take a shower. Yeah. Oh, yes, I like it. Uh, so for I know somebody locally that has MG forty two that I've mentioned my dream of MG forty two going, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> Sounds a little different. Yeah. But uh, they haven't made it come true. Sounds like that thing in your nightstand. <laughs> oh, geez. It's plugged, it's plugged into the, the wall. air freshener? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> a random air freshener in the bathroom? <laughs> oh, no. Run. <laughs> um, so for me, the uh, caliber, I'm, I'm looking forward to the six arc. I think that's going to be cool. I thought Great. about that one. Yeah. Um, and as far as gun, oh, so I really, really want to get a Caltech CMR twenty-two. Is it Smart CMR thirty? CMR thirty. Thirty. Yeah, with the uh, um, twenty-two Magnum. What? Yeah, is that the so, pistol? 
No, that's the, that's the rifle, but oh. I also want to get the PMR, which okay. is the pistol. Oh, okay. I'm sitting here thinking of the PMRs. Like, you know how many PMRs have passed on prize tables? Like, <laughs> well, I want so I want to get the PMR, you know, because the pistol, and then the CMR uses the same mags and stuff like that. But the reason I want to get them is because the dudes from Caltech are are really cool people. They absolutely are. Yeah, so I want to support them, and then uh, I, I think they guys. make. Oh, they're the nicest people. They're great. I've only they're met awesome. one other guy, Joe. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Holly he's Joe. great. He's fucking that's, awesome. That's the only person from Caltech I know. Yeah. So they're all they're all like that. They're all just fucking they're awesome. They're all Joe people. status? Yep. They're all great people. Fuck. And then um yeah. the I think their guns are interesting. And then uh I like the fact that those two use the same magazine. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Definitely looked at picking up some of their those Caltech guns a few times. Twenty two mag? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm not one for um, My father in law actually asked me if I had one of those the other day. Oh, yeah? Mag's a fun oh, rifle. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's an old man I'm caliber. Like, surprisingly <laughs> loud cartridge. Dude, it's Dude, got a lot of punch. Yeah. I have a friend. It's like, like the 5.7 round oh, as far as like ballistics. and. Uh, but uh, no. That was my uh, uh, rabbit hunting. Uh, I'm going to pull that one down. Called? No? So 22 mag is not like 5.7. I was going to say that was. As uh, far as velocity and grain weight. I have a friend that is a pro snowmobiler. Pro. Yeah. Like we're pro three gunners or like a real pro? No, a real pro. <laughs> <laughs> so he W2s for snowmobile. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he gets like three twenty thousand dollar sleds a year or mm. whatever. But when he goes, he has backcountry stuff, but he carries a twenty two Magnum revolver for, oh. for moose. That's because he's thing. been attacked by moose <laughs> before. <laughs> well, probably because it's so loud. Yeah, I don't think he's ever used it. But when I was in college, I actually take my uh, twenty-two mag rifle. Yeah, I go out and shoot rabbits with it. It was yeah. it was a blast. Go walk oh, around yeah. shooting, find them hundred yards, two hundred, hundred fifty yards out, something like that, and just most of the time miss. But you know, it was a good time. I feel not like supposed to hip hip shoot at hundred yards. I'm also like seriously lacking in the revolver department. So. I don't. I don't revolver. My thumbs don't. I want a revolver. I have a no. couple. I have a couple. Yeah. Actually, my father and I both have an off-catalog Ruger 45 Long Colt that they made in the old oh, like, yeah? cowboy style. It, they only made, I believe it's 500 of them. My father mm-hmm. and I both have one. It was pretty That's cool. cool. Yeah. Your dad actually has some cool stuff. Yeah, he does. We, uh, we were in your uh, uh, gun room checking out stuff. Your dad's got some cool shit. Yeah. He's got some stuff hanging out there right now. Just, just recently moved. stuff that I took photos of because like I've never seen that in my life. Like I've never seen it in a museum, never seen it in real life, never seen it. Like that he's, was cool. He's got the Cody's Farms Museum has it. <laughs> well, maybe in the area yeah. that was closed yeah. for COVID, but not in that uh, tour that we did. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was awesome. Those people are cool. I exploded <clears> a bird <throat> at a shooting range that decided to land on my target with a forty-four Magnum like Ruger Blackhawk. That was awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. But my thumbs don't agree with revolvers because I, I like that. the. Yeah. They end up burning. I just, uh, so I've seen Goodfellas like 13 times, and I feel like if I had to beat someone to death with a Glock, I'd feel like it was an opportunity wasted, so I want a, a good steel revolver. No, no, this is a generational thing. So in revolver, <laughs> no, so it, if you're going to use a revolver, you pistol whip them. You know, like right. that, that's the whole thing. You pistol whip them. But like if you're in the new polymer era, like all we are, all of, all of we are, um, all the we <laughs> blended words. <laughs> Cut that man off. Yeah. 
But no, in the, in the new ones, all the mass is up in the top end of the slide, so you don't pistol whip anybody. You just muzzle punch everybody. Yeah. yeah. So speaking of which, uh, we're we're talking. Was it you and I were talking about muzzle punching, or I don't remember who the hell I was discussing this with. I like muzzle punching. Antifa. The <laughs> the, uh, the amount of um, veterans. Oh shit! Did we lose Jay? I hear a sonar beep. There may have been a tree fall. Jay, did we lose you, buddy? Oh God! <laughs> Anyways, I'll 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 try dive, to try to pull, dive dive. <laughs> I'll try to pull Jay back here, but so if uh, anybody doesn't know the um, the Skype like ringtone sounds like a sonar beep. It's like yeah, boop, boop. it used to be cool, boop, but now boop, it's kind of garbage. But anyway, can we find out what the pink button does? We're definitely gonna edit this out. No, we don't edit. That's our thing. Oh. What's that one do? The, uh, anyway, so the the thing I've heard most from veterans is uh, poking people with the barrel of their M4 gets poking? compliance. Yeah, like, like just oh. jamming it into their chest or their neck or their back or something like that. I don't think an A2 birdcage would feel too good to the, like, soloplex. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah, think they would feel too that. Although, if you, I got to say, like, maybe I'm an idiot. Probably. There we go. There's the classic. But if you Jay, muzzle, if you muzzle back. punch me with an A2 bird like flash hider, I'm probably gonna get pissed, grab your muscle, and punch you in the face. Uh see, I think you get shot before that. I might. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a definite possibility. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna throw like a limp limb at so, you. Like again of the, So in the context of what was the original people, question? People who were overseas I have no idea. People who were overseas. <laughs> what what caliber are you excited about? I think is what it was. <laughs> So people who are overseas, like uh, if you stat, like jab someone with the the front end yeah. of your rifle, you get compliance. But uh, mm. I think it was me saying I wanted a revolver because I've seen right. uh, yeah. Goodfellas a lot. Anyway, um, we're totally <clears throat> off track, which is okay. Uh, no, I think we answered that question. You're welcome, Brandon. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for asking. Us, thanks for making us talk about bludgeoning people. Uh, Mo Shaw, Mo Shaw. Oh, Mo, Mo, miss you, buddy. Oh. Yeah, I haven't seen that dude in a while. Uh, Mo says, "What are the best non-typical shooting-related gifts for Christmas? Obviously, not guns and ammo. I've got a good one for this. Hang on, we're gonna see if Jay's still with us. Let's start with Jay. Jay, Jay is here. Yes. Okay." What would you recommend from Christian Sync components, Jay? Apparently, Jay's been uh, ass- like assimilated by the Matrix. He sounds like a Transformer. Johnny now. Mnemonic. Are you Borg? Am I? Am I roboting in on you? Oh, guys that's now? much better. Oh yeah, yeah, you're good now. Okay, so you said non-shooting related or shooting related, not counting guns and ammo. Non non-typical shooting related gifts for Christmas. Uh, obviously not. Guns and ammo. Also, can I point out that the Jew asked about Christmas gifts? So let's change this. How about a Hanukkah gift? What's, what's then Hanukkah? You get I'm slightly uncomfortable yeah. with that comment, Dave. Why are you uncomfortable I don't know why. with that? Because he's a Mexican ginger. We're trying to change it back. <laughs> Mo, we love you too. We'll celebrate your holidays, buddy. You have to. Man, uh... Go ahead, Jay. Sorry. Oh, I'm just. 
I, I don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> I've got a really good answer for this one. Do you, do you, have, you uh, lit up for us? What do you I've got? got all kinds of answers. What do you got? Uh, fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's your number one gift for anything. Fireworks, power tools, horsepower, beer. How are those firearm-related? Big lighters for the fireworks. It, it said non-firearm-related. Non. Non-fire? Non. So, no, no, no. Non-typical non- shooting-related. Oh, exactly. Fireworks. I was listening. Bourbon. <laughs> potatoes. My hits just don't change. So Potatoes, I w- PVC, I hairspray, would, matches. I would go with, like, building tools or, like, just, like, uh, some of those. Is it Real Avid or Real Avid? Oh, yeah, Real uh, Avid, yeah. Uh, Our tools. buddy Sancho works over there now. I Dustin saw Sanchez. that. I saw that. I wasn't trying to give him the drop, but it just popped in my head. I saw know? him in Georgia. Really? Yeah. He's happy as hell. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Glad to hear that. But, uh, yeah, just some kind of, like, either building tool. That's or, a good one. Or range functional tool. I mean, I think, I mean, I got all kinds of stuff like that. But every time I get something like that, I really get excited about it. Here's, here's what I'm going to go with. You guys ready for this one? Everybody pause. Recognize how awesome I am. Cold weather gear. Wet weather gear. Shit you need that are ancillary to shooting that would make your life better. So, like we've shot matches where we're freezing our asses off, and we've shot matches where like the rain's coming down. So if you had like a nice uh, rain jacket or a nice um, that's, that's umbrella a or an fuck, umbrella hat, even a chair, yeah, <laughs> like your vortex umbrella hat, <laughs> hey, that's amazing. Twenty twenty one, even like a uh, like a camp stool kind of chair or something like that. Sunscreen. Great thoughts. Dude, sunscreen, sunscreen, bug and a spray, flat man. of water. You, you know want what the I, you want the most useful non-shooting related things for shooting? Water, sunscreen, and water, or well, Pedialyte. Well, on the tool note, probably for people who aren't competitive shooters, probably the most undervalued tool would be a torque wrench. Yeah, because oh. we got to think about like for scope mounting. So many yes. people damage so their scopes. Inch, or, inch pounds for scope mount. Yeah, like yeah. the. The one, the one that's the vortex tool, I love. Absolutely like, phenomenal. Yeah. Um, but but you can get one of those at uh, Home Depot if you don't want to buy one from a vortex. You can get the Husky one. They make one too. Yep. A lot of them don't get don't good don't go low enough. A lot the, of them, the Husky one does. I mean, a sure. lot of them start at twenty inch pounds. Yeah. The the one that we bought from Husky here in town or from Home Depot here in town, I think is. Uh, 10 or 12. But, but I think that's like, like a tool you could like educate the average shooter with. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the gift and here's why and here's why that's important. Well, and, and, and then it, if you're building ARs, then you need like the half inch or the three eighths inch, right? Yeah. Yep. You that's can, a good one. A torque wrench would be dude, good. Because that, that is a great topic because we've tested this and you can like. You always say we, but what do you mean? It's not us we. It's we, we and other we's. <laughs> you mean you. With another Forrest person. has multiple mm. personalities. No. And He's got a mouse in his pocket. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. But the torque wrench debate, me and Dave have talked about this a lot. We keep talking about we should do a podcast on this. because. <laughs> well, should we preview it here and then uh, do a longer one later? We should. You want to do some like data and shit like that? We can make a video on it. I can make people go to sleep with data. Yeah. I know. So, uh, do yourself (laughs) a favor. Get torque wrenches. Let's let's say that. Yeah. Torque like torque your scope rings. Torque your mount to your rifle. (laughs) Torque it out. Torque 
your barrel nut to your receiver. Do those things. You will shoot better. Maybe. You will shoot better. If you shoot the same before and you do all these things torqued, you will shoot better after. That's the whole thing. You can at least know that your gear is shooting right. Yeah. Like, you take one variable. I, I'm one that has been uh, exposed to this before where I had a mental error due to lack and confidence of my gear. If you remove the lack of confidence of your gear, you remove a lack of confidence mentally. Yeah. So you shoot better. That's huge. It out. It is. I'll tell you what. So when uh, when I was when I first started, I was shooting aim point comp M two. What's that? Everybody hearing? <laughs> Say in the mic. I can't hear you. Yes. Everybody, everybody is this. hearing this. No, you're hammered, man. Like no, oh, you can hear that. No. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Suck cold, work it out. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm ready for a club. <laughs> it's pit, what? It's Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Toast. Jake, toast it up, buddy. So much twerking. Yeah. Torquing no, no, no. Torquing, twerking. <laughs> We've gone past torque. Yeah, okay. Next question. I, I Great, don't know question Mo. Great question, Mo. Great question, Mo. Mo that, Mo, that is a good question. I think torque wrenches are really good. One thing I will say is, like, if you're on, like, a super budget, which if you're trying to shoot three-gun, you probably don't want to be on a super budget. Like, maybe wait a couple years. You absolutely years. can. Here we go. Shut up. <laughs> but maybe wait a couple of years. Uh, but you can um, borrow torque wrenches from AutoZone or um, yeah. National Napa or... Checker or that yeah. O'Reilly, that quick, kind of stuff. Quick side note, if you're going to get a three-gun, or you think you might want to get a three-gun, do not let gear, tools, equipment, anything hold you back from getting a three-gun. Mm-hmm. There's guys like all of us that will be more than happy to build your rifles, help you build your rifles, help you dial in your rifles, and help you learn this game and loan you gear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Quick side note, do not let any of that hold you back from shooting three-gun. I got a whole rifle I loaned New, new guys. Yeah. Absolutely. I have pistols, rifles, shotguns. I have for new shooters. You come shoot one of my local matches, and you don't have that stuff, you let me know. You you have all the gear you need. I will also loan you my torque wrench if needed. Oh, buddy. I'm a nice you have guy. torque wrenches? What do you have, like three-eighths? I got, the board, I got that he, board. He'll have it. to ask me what torque wrenches I have. <laughs> <laughs> my, my torque wrenches don't provide my income, so yeah, there's that. <laughs> okay, so um, another question here from our buddy Josh Freilich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> world shoot, world so, champion. Uh, Josh has been killing it with uh, content lately. He has. Uh, he's really stepped up with. Uh, I've loved a lot of the hunting content he's dropped lately. Yeah, yeah. The uh, videographer he hired is like fantastic. So that's good I really stuff. I really liked his podcast. I haven't heard. Has he done a new podcast lately? I, don't, I think he's doing the video content I think he's now. hunting a lot right now. I want, Josh, and then, I, want, I want your podcast. I like your podcast, dude. The other thing is, like, his uh, uh, land, he moved out to um, some uh, rural land in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, Josh, I stocked wait, him. waiting for my invitation, would love to come out and uh, hang out. Same, same. Yep, same here. 
I'll make you an apple pie in your own oven. Hey, we need an update on your dog, bud. You've been talking about all the uh, the retriever training. Yeah. yeah all yeah. that as well. Uh, so Josh asks, uh, if a fat man in a red suit breaks into your house tomorrow night, and again, it's Christmas Eve. Thanks, Josh. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> red hair, not red suit. Oh, my yeah, bad. Red my suit, bad. Red my suit. Bad. Red suit, not red hair. <laughs> not red Dude, beard. You're husky. You're not fat. Uh, Big do you bone. Get, do you Joke give him, of the day. To give him cookies or something else, asking for a friend. Uh, depends on who he voted for. <laughs> here's here's the thing that I'm saying is like the reason that Santa needs cookies at every house. It's because he gets that sugar rush, right? The carbs. And so that only lasts till the next house. Josh, if you give him something like satiating, like bear like bear meat, mm. like I, I know you were hunting some bears, like put out some like bear jerky or something like that, some like dense protein, some healthy yeah. fats. What's white so, rice for the for the straight carbs? Yeah. Mm, no. Again, chocolate chip cookie for the straight carbs. No, but they're Yeah. No. Santa bro. One chocolate chip cookie and a bunch of uh, bear jerky. That guy's going to be going all night. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying bear jerky and white rice, man. So I've personally Santa. preferred to make my bear meat into chili. Just saying. You have bear meat? Not anymore. It's gone. Jay, how about you? She gone. You gone. <laughs> she gone. Uh, cookies, dude. All about the cookies. Just straight up cookies? Just cookies. What kind of cookies, Jay? The, uh, like, shortbread style with the thick icing and smiley faces on them. Oh, yeah. Ooh, are you an icy person? Do you scrape the <clears throat> icing off your cookies? Jay, oh, yeah. Jay might be the only Ooh. person I know that out eats me. My, brother, <laughs> my brother's mother-in-law makes the best uh, sugar cookies on the goddamn planet. Like, they are so freaking amazing. Prove it. I, you will never find out because I will never share them. Take you. that. I hate you. I hate you, and I love you. All, the, all in one. I will taste the sugar cookies cookies through your supple lips. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh. Christ. All right. So, uh, Forrest is at his last nog. He's about to get cut off on the microphones here. Jesus. I can't talk anytime. <laughs> it's not about the bourbon. <laughs> yeah, that's what people who drink a lot of bourbon say. I don't drink a lot of bourbon. I just have a lot of bourbon. So that uh, that covers all the questions on the Facebooks. Uh, we got we have one more conversation piece, and we have uh, two questions on Patreon. Jay, do you want to go with a conversation piece, or do you want to go with a uh, question? Question. Okay, so this one is from Nathan Lindemann. How, if at all, should match directors? Adjust stages to accommodate the current ammo crunch. I think we already covered that one. We already covered that. Next. Uh, next one is from um, Dwayne Ruska. Still love you, Dave! Exclamation point. If you can pinpoint one thing through your amazing journey uh, to where to where you are since leaving your job to where you are since leaving your job in the aerospace industry. Uh, what was the biggest thing that made you realize this is it? I made the right choice. I've made it where I wanted to be. Oh. Shit, that's a tough one. 
Have you made it there, Dave? <laughs> Life is an expedition. There's lots of ruts and bumps and yeah. <laughs> so life's a journey for sure, right? So there's ups and downs. So I, I feel like I did make it there at one point for sure, and I'm probably still still on that path. Yep. So I think one of those moments was when I was at the uh, at Rocky Mountain Three Gun. And I was outside, outside the trailer, like probably like peeing on the grass or something like that, and looking for mountain lions, and uh, and just staring up and seeing the uh, the vastness of the universe. And another, uh, <laughs> apparently these are all peeing stories, but another time. It's a great time to reflect, Dave. <laughs> I was on my way back from uh, the Industry Choice Awards at uh, Rock Castle, and I was driving from Kentucky to my home in Bastrop. And if you're not familiar with Texas, Texas is, like, much, much larger than it appears on the map. The map, It's so fucking large, yeah. you cannot even describe it. Um, and then the other great thing about uh, Texas is they don't feel the need to light up every one of their roads. So when it's dark, it's dark. So... At like two and a half in the morning, I'm driving along. I can't hold my pee any longer. Got to make a right turn <clears throat> to go from this county road to this county road, which, the, which in Texas they call them farm to market roads. Yes, so they I do. Yep. It so sounds I, really weird on the nav GPS thing. Farm to market road. Yeah. So I stopped and uh, uh, I was peeing outside my uh, driver's side door and. Uh, I looked up and I closed the door, and the stars out there were just so incredible. Like the thing that we as humans don't realize is like how much light pollution is blocking all the stars that are um, out there. And so we look up, we see a black sky, and there's a few bright stars, but every inch, every centimeter, every mi- millimeter of the sky, every degree, every half degree is covered in stars when you when it's dark enough. And so, like, standing there and staring at the stars and, like, just feeling, like, how insignificant every problem, every, every like, backache, every, yep. uh, like, I'm tired, I'm, I don't know, I need to figure out how to make income. I need to figure out this. I need to figure out that. Like, where am I actually going? What is the, you know, what is the point of all this? Like, where, where is this taking me? Like, all those thoughts are lost when you're staring at the sky and thinking about how insignificant, insignificant everything that you hold valuable or you know or you have seen is on a grand scale of time or on a grand scale of distance or just the we're so wrapped up in everything that's happening inside of us but whatever is happening outside of us is so much bigger and greater and more grand that for me was like whoa the po- yeah it was whoa. the point where i was like oh 
shit, I'm out here experiencing this, and I would never have done that if I was back in Littleton, Colorado, working at Lockheed Martin. Dave, if I could cry, I would. (laughs) That was so deep. I almost feel penetrated. (laughs) I hate hate all of you. About the stars. (laughs) Though that's one of the favorite things I've noticed since moving to Wyoming. When it was a little bit warmer, I would catch myself sitting on the back patio in the evenings and just staring up at the stars and just seeing how yeah. I told both of you that clear, before I like, moved to Wyoming. It's like yeah. when you watch the stars and you watch the sunrises in Wyoming. Oh, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. No, or is like it? it? And for you people considering moving to Wyoming. It's terrible. It's not not sucks. Don't do it. Like mind, it's you terrible. never here. love yeah. it here. It sucks. It's negative 55 degrees yeah. right now. Don't do it. There's You'll only white it. people, and they're horrible. They'll run you out of the fucking state. On that note, next okay. question, Dave. So they, they don't like all the things you like. I feel like you should have played stargazing. When what, you were, what was that, buddy? Having that story. So you made it sound awesome with all the racists and stuff. So I'm on my way. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> don't do that. No no no. There's we have no, no drive-throughs. There's no yeah. drive-throughs, yeah. Jay. We have snow. You can't drive here. You will drive off the road into ditches. You can't do that. It's against the so, law. One thing I, I There's like no to do. no left lane to drive slow mm-hmm. in, Jay. Yeah, you can't drive on the shoulder to let people to pass here. <laughs> Jay drives like a motherfucker. He's I know. He's not on the left. Er, no. He's not on the right lane. But just saying Texans, lane. you know. Texans um, in general. Like Gil, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Does he have like a stick he pushes down into the gas pedal or? Like, wow. Anyway, so. <laughs> one he still has. We should get Gil on. Call Gil. I love James. He's an awesome. Gil's person. very professional. He would not approve of this. <laughs> yeah. I remember when Dylan and I shot that AK match, and I made him call call James after because he stepped on a uh, clay a landmine, a landmine, and got DQ'd because uh, he had one leg. That was amazing. I gotta tell you, like I feel so uncomfortable joking about that or being near jokes about that. But that was, it's nothing. Was, but, it's no, nothing was, but love. Oh like, yeah. But James it's makes those jokes. Gil will choke he, the shit out of any one of us. Yeah, and he <laughs>, laughs about it. But I have nothing but respect so for that man. Oh, yeah, I have nothing yeah. but respect yeah. for that man. Again, I have so much. I just. I, it's okay. Tell you. <laughs> I'm sorry if I sound like an asshole right now. I don't think you do. It's just that me personally. No, you're right. Probably it's a pussy. really not a joking matter, but. I mean, the guy's given up so much for all of us. Gil would, though. He would joke about it. He does yeah, joke about it. Out. And when he Definitely jokes about it, I feel uncomfortable. What was that, Jay? I said it's it's absolutely joking territory now. Oh, well, that's the funny part is, like, I think anybody <laughs> that knows Gil or Gil <laughs> knows would know. There's a lot of knows in there. Would, that, would be that... Nobody underestimates him or even puts him in the category of like a disabled person or anything yeah. else. I've said that many times. Like, James Gill is a hell of a shooter. He's not a hell of a shooter for somebody that's disabled. I don't even put him in that category. That dude is a hell of a shooter and a hell of a person. Yeah. I like that man. Yeah. So, it's true. Yeah. It's nothing to do with. Get that mic back up there, buddy. It's nothing to do with his service and his loss and anything else. It's nothing to do with that. That dude is a hell of a man. Yeah. 
Yeah, I totally agree. Okay, so so that's all the questions question. we have. That's all I've, the questions we have. So I have more questions. I know you. Uh, we're about two and a half hours in. Jay, I know that you came uh, uh, prepared with uh, with a couple questions or a couple answers or a couple topics you want to talk about. Um, you got the floor, buddy. What do you want to What do you want to talk about? Uh, I did. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was no, I was uh, totally vamping and balking, and uh, it turns out I was wrong. My bad. Anyway, Chad, on gotcha. to you. <laughs> no, I actually have a couple good questions here. Okay. So, right. this goes this to everybody. better fucking be good. No, this goes to everybody. <laughs> I, I like this. I think this is a good conversation. So. Is that the one you're trying to press? Just press it then. No, that's the right button. That's the right button. Nope. So, what have you experienced in shooting or what do you want to experience in shooting? First of all, it's wrong. I got this one. Yeah. I, can I tell you what I've experienced in shooting and I want to experience it again? No, no, no. I'm afraid for this answer. No, 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 no. Let me, let me rephrase this. I was, I was literally, I wrote down a list of questions and I read two of them at the same time. What have you not experienced in shooting that you want to experience in shooting? Oh. So, and this could be generalized experience or match specific. So for me, I have a I like I wrote my question and I have a couple of different answers. Of course, okay, you do. do you want to go first or do you want to let someone else? No, go? no, no. I want I want somebody else to lead this off and then I'll preface it. I would like to I'll, experience the boredom that I see on the first place face all the time. I would like to. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Next, I would like to experience the Master Blaster stage and pull Adam Riser out of a little bag, put him on my shoulders, <laughs> yes! and run through a course of fire. <laughs> yes! We've talked about this for so long. <laughs> Adam, it's happening. Master Blaster. Master uh, Blaster. Lena and... <laughs> you know what? Like, 2020 has been so fucked up. I miss all my friends. I miss Adam. You know? Lena and Jerry just did it. They did Master Blaster. I don't care, but that doesn't mean I get to see Adam. No, but <laughs> if they did Master Blaster, that means <laughs> Chad and Adam could do Master Blaster. Hard as hell, Trooper Division. <laughs> yeah. I'm stuffing you in a bag, Adam. <laughs> and you're coming on my shoulders. <laughs> who shoots rifle? Who shoots shotgun? <laughs> Ken, hard, hard Ken I'm coming for your rule set. Hard as hell, two guns coming back. Yes. <laughs> rule set question, Master Blaster. <laughs> Yes. All right. So, real answers. That was my real answer. Okay. Master Blaster. Jay, what do you have for what you, What have you not experienced in shooting that you would like to experience? Uh, I don't know how realistic it is, but uh, like the experience winning a national level match, like an actual national championship. Okay. I like that. That's a good way That's answer. pretty fucking realistic, bro. Yeah. I aspire Absolutely. for that, too. I agree. 2021. Dave? Y'all bet. I, I'm, I was serious about that. Like, I, you know, the look on uh, number one's face when they win a match? Like, no, oh, it's just another one. No. It's going to add to the pile. I don't know that look. You've never seen it? I know exactly it, but, what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know experience it. So, that's what you want. You want it to be meaningless? Yep. I want it to be meaningless and mundane and totally beneath me. And, like, why did I even come here? And, uh, <laughs> 
This is no. uh, this is fucking stupid. Here we go. It's just my job. I'm just gonna add to the pile. I don't agree with that. <laughs> or you could do it the Jerry way, where everyone means something, and every time you have a smile on your face, and every time you're gracious. That's how you should be. Fucking right. That's how you should be. I could tell a Florida story about another guy that has championships that we shoot with. It was very disrespectful, but I'm not going to. I don't know what you're talking about. You do. I remember but. one time I was talking to a guy, and I was yeah. like, hey, congratulations on your finish. And he's like, fuck it, second place? Yeah. That's okay. Let them have that. You know, on like, the Are Jer- you kidding me? I'll fight him. There's 300 people here. <laughs> on the Jerry topic, the Texas Oregon Championships this year. I know that guy. That was the first time I ever <laughs> shot with that guy, and... Truly impressive how hard that guy works when he's yeah. not on the clock. Yeah. That dude's a good dude. Like, yeah. just Again, joke, joking, having fun, being courteous, like enjoying life and enjoying what he's doing. I don't know that we've ever talked about the full wrap of it. My first major ever, my first major, is when I, went, when I met Chad, when I met Katie, when I met Ruben, when I met Jerry. I met all of those people at my first major. Mm. Talked to them. And they all had... Probably everything after that was disappointing. <laughs> yeah, they all... Literally, they all made an impression on me. And the second match sucked. Well, <laughs> and I'm sworn to secrecy with Ruben for what happened at the first match. Oh. Uh-oh. But... Double Dragon. No. <laughs> that was second or third. <laughs> it's a different match. I don't remember which. But, so... Something you've experienced, like you want to experience in a shooting match that you've never experienced. For me, it's two things: world shoot. I want to go to world shoot. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to go to world yeah. shoot. I want to go to world shoot, and I would happily go to world shoot for PCC rifle or shotgun. We need to sort out the world because I was planning on going for PCC for twenty one, but the world is screwed, and. USPSA controls that, and as Josh Froelich knows, even if you, w- yeah, even if you win the shotgun match, not on Team USA, yeah. So USPSA, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, should, should we talk about the problems you have with the USPSA? No, 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 we should not. Should we talk about the. Because that will that will in, probably inhibit my world shoot opportunities. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the other part for me is that the two passions of my life have been racing and shooting, and I want to put those two things together. I want to go race and I want to shoot. How we do those things, yet to figure out, but we have ideas, like uh, biathlon, like wheel and trigger. <laughs> Ooh. That's Ooh. what we're going to call it. Yeah. We, oh, should was, we just figured out the name of our next podcast. Wheel and Trigger? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Racing and shooting. We've got... You be wheel, I be trigger. I want to do both. I want to be greedy. We can do both. We should set up like a Can-Am side-by-side shooting match. That'd be fun. Yeah. We could. If yep. Can-Am, Can-Am would sponsor us for Wheel and Trigger... We could do like Polaris's too, but they don't. No, make, they'd only make no, it like half they, the way through the stage. You know, they do the uh, um, running gun or the vortex extreme, where you like hike to the shooting positions. Yeah, like imagine doing that with a Can Am. 
Yeah. We want to yeah, race. Get out and shoot. That sounds yeah. way more at my yeah. alley than mm-hmm. walking up the hill. Yeah. We want to race. We want to race off-road, off-road vehicles. I want to go fast and jump shit and crawl up rocks and then shoot shit. Does it get any more man? At the end, we'll drink bourbon. There's no more man shit than that. We call we should call everything from now on man shit. Well, shotgun a beer. Yes, at oh, every shooting every stage. stage. Perfect. Oh, I meant when we're done, but I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I got confused with golf for a minute. <laughs> I did the same thing. Like, hit the target. Shotgun a beer. Uh, yeah, cart girls are definitely missing from three gun. Yeah. Let's be honest. No, I want to integrate racing into shooting. And a lot of us have come back, you know, come from a racing or competitive background between yeah. competitive sports or motorsports, motocross, racing, football, whatever, baseball. Like most of us come from a bet competitive background into shooting. I well, definitely I want agree. to incorporate even if, even if it's those. not even a competitive background, just like the um, the engineering or the uh, t- tinkering with cars corresponds with tinkering with guns. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah, I, I, I'm ready. Let's what, go. What else you got? What's on your next one? Oh, I got many. So, uh, racing and shooting. So, the other thing we want to call, we, we're going to call it Chaz. What? Chaz with two Zs. The double Z? The double Z. I don't know that I like where this is going. Uh, I th- I don't know that you like where this is going, but this is where it has gone. Oh, shit. So, the Chad with two Ds. Double the D, double the fun. Double the D, double the fun. Double the Z, double the gun? Douchebag? Fuck you. I don't know. Sorry, so, kids at home. Hey, Jay, do you know Chaz? Uh, is that a person or a place? Yes. Okay, sure. <laughs> so we determined recently with our bar hopping and socializing that Chad, with two Ds, when he gets a little uh, looser, I guess we should say. There's nothing loose about me. Oh, is it, is it his alter ego when he drinks? Yes, yes. Chad's uh, alter ego becomes Chaz with two Zs. I'm glad yeah. that lead up led to that. No, damn it. Wrong button. <laughs> yeah. That... Was there more? Is that, was that it? No, no, no. I think that's all he had, Jay. No, I think we figured that out. Like, this was a uh, commutative effort to figure this out. That, that, you know, when Chad becomes a little bit overbearing or too much, then he becomes Chaz with two Zs instead of Chad with two Ds. He can become a little bit of a personality from time to time. Yeah. yeah. So we we become especially ch- when the libations are flowing. Libations flowing. We become Chaz with two D's. I still don't two Z's. I still don't agree with this analysis, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let it, let Forrest have this long drawn out <laughs> explanation to nowhere. The, right, the year cool. Chaz. Great, great. Yeah. Next question. All right. Next question. We got this. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. All right. Thank so Jay's even no. Bored I, I've got a whole shit. list of questions here. This is great. So unfortunately. Unfortunately, Jay, living in Texas, the other free state, the two in the country. Can't forget Florida, man. They've been doing a solid job, too. Yeah, they, they've actually been doing a good job. Because even when we're multi-nationals, we, we had a good Lang. time there. I yeah. had some Florida envy recently. Right. Did so, you know that tech companies are moving to Florida? 
Good for them. To get out of San Francisco because it's too, like, uh, terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that scary for you Florida? Know, you know, Elon Musk was like, hey, I want to move my company from California to Texas, and it's going right, to cost me $3 billion. He's like, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good job, Jay. I, I applaud you. Anyway, so. He's born and raised there. I don't think he had anything to do with it. No, he's a Texan, so he has everything to do with oh. it. Yes. So, besides Jay that lives in the second free state, like I'd already mentioned, in the country, the three of us now live in Cheyenne. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yep. Myself, Dave, <laughs> and Chad. That's uh, oh, right. Cheyenne, Mexico. You <laughs> sorry hated Mexican. Anyway, so racist. all of this has happened fairly recently. So, what is your impressions of moving to Cheyenne? Her telephone rang about a <laughs> Accurate. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, this is crossover because uh, Texans love George Strait. Absolutely. And the song hey, is, do you uh, know that Garth Brooks is playing at a local concert in 21? Did you know that, Jay? Are you jealous? I went to a Garth Brooks concert in high school. I've had my fill. High school? Do you remember that long ago? I went to a Garth Brooks uh, concert in high school. He said it's cold Fucking geezers. <laughs> I know. I'm <laughs> <old> as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, regardless of that, though, is that so we have, we have different opinions here. So, we have Jay that is from Texas and lives in Texas, which... I will. I don't think Jay has an opinion on Cheyenne. Yeah, am I right, Jay? I do not have an opinion on Cheyenne. Jay, did you shoot Wyoming Governor's match or no? Have you shot any of them? No, that's a UML match. Oh, burn! You don't shoot fun matches. Other fun matches. You need I a put, burn if they're button. Put on by, if they're put on by any uh, three-letter organizations, that is correct. Okay. Anyway, moving on. So, we have Dave that moved I, from Colorado. I am Dave. Yeah. We I, moved from Colorado <laughs> to Texas. Back to... Did, didn't you move to Colorado back to Texas? Where's like... Lay out the timeline for us. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fucking complicated, and I really should have made a journal, but I, uh, I traveled around the country for uh, almost a year, and I spent seven or eight months in Bastrop, Texas. So you're the originator uh, of traveling a- around the country reporting three gun, right? Yes. With okay. HLR and uh HMR. I told you about that, right? I H- don't know what this is mean. Hyper liberal roommate and hot model roommate. Oh. Yeah. I'm aware. I had two yes. roommates. Yes, I'm aware. One was hyper liberal and one was a hot model. Was Wade the model? Uh, they were both female. I was in Bastrop. Oh, sorry. And then, sorry, Wade. Uh, I traveled. Give you the benefit of the doubt. Another six or seven months, and then ended up back in Colorado. And then I traveled for a while. Oh, wait, no, wait. I was back in Colorado for a year, maybe. And then I went to Texas. Zol, I think. By the way, if someone has a better timeline. Please send it to me. David Stalker. Three, David three 
And then uh, I ended up in uh, Round Rock, uh, which is outside of Austin, for 13 to 14 months, I think. 14 months. Oops, had two babies. And then I'm here. How long have you been in Cheyenne, Dave? Uh, I got here Feb 10 of this year. Okay, so now we have Chad. That one's Chad. Yep, that's me. Double D Chad. Double the D, double the fun. Yep, that moved from from Colorado to Cheyenne. Right. To get away from Colorado. Yep. Yes, please. You've been here how long? I believe we closed in September. Okay. Different way of life? Love it. Yeah. Don't change anything about it, honestly. I was in Colorado recently for some work meetings, and it was one of those moments where you realized the things you tolerated on a daily basis really drive you crazy, and I couldn't wait to get back. Yeah. There were things you tolerated, not your lifestyle. Absolutely. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, That's how they go. Colorado got overtaken, for sure. Very quickly. I, I lived there my entire life. And my dad has been bitching about uh, Californians moving there as long as I can remember, since I was like six years old, seven years old, something like that. And so it didn't happen quickly. It took 30 years, but it happened. And then the tipping point was making weed legal. Mm. And then it became a place I didn't even recognize. And it was hard hard to live there. You don't know. And what I mean by hard to live there, people always ask me that, is – the politics got weird, politics got weirder, and the politics got insane. Like where you left because, or not you left, uh, you were telling me after you left that they enacted red flag laws. Like That was before. Holy yeah. effing S. Like that just blows my mind. Yeah. That's future crimes division right there. Yeah. You know, that is some California bullshit. That is not Colorado. That is not the people I grew up with. That is not the people I went to college with. In Fort Collins, those are not Coloradans that are voting that way. Yeah. So the entire state got taken over. The entire state's politics got taken over, and you can no longer live there. I was yeah. talking to my buddy uh, uh, Jared the other day. Uh, him and his wife are some of my favorite people on the planet. They just had their third son, and um, we're trying to figure out like when you know we can meet up and and I can meet the third little guy. So no, the other two little guys. But trying to deal with, like, the Colorado bullshit of, like, the red zone of COVID and blah, 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 and stuff like that is almost impossible. And he asked, when are you moving back to Colorado? And I felt so bad, but I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm ever going to come back. No because way. Not a chance in hell. No way. No way. Yeah. Which no. sucks because up until 2016 – when I left Lockheed and I left all the things I know behind and travel around the country, everybody I knew was in Colorado. Right. You know, so like everybody in Colorado has a per- fucking years. Yeah. Everybody in Colorado's perception of Wyoming is like, you don't live in Wyoming. It's windy. Fuck the wind. I want my freedom. Yeah. I'll take the wind. You know, I'll even say it's, yes, it's windier. But not, not on a much. drastic scale. No, not much. Not on a drastic no. scale. Like, today was one of the windiest days in the last month. Yes, and I was cutting plywood on a fucking table saw outside in the front. It was yeah. a terrible idea. You're an well, idiot. But did today make you think, like, wow, I shouldn't have moved here? 
No, fuck no, fuck yeah. no, no, exactly. not way in any Absolutely shape or not. form. No. So, at the end of the day, it's like stepping back in time. Moving here, people it are, is. People are friendly. People are courteous. Well, there's only there's sixty-five thousand. There's, there's down home, like Seven. down home morals with people. I read the sign. And yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So know. Jay, when are you moving to Cheyenne? And there's no state income tax. Jay, which is nice. Jay, did we lose you? Uh, did y'all hear me? See, <laughs> no, we didn't see. <laughs> uh, when I'm when am I moving to Cheyenne? Yeah. Um, as soon as you find me a job making thirty percent more than I make right now. Okay, done. We, we need a base number. I'll Jeez. be staying in Texas. That's cool. <laughs> he prefers so, steers. Force. I know you're being silly, but yes. Cheyenne is is a great place to live. There's the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a doghouse for one. Much much lower cost of living than most uh, places in the United States. There is a large amount of freedom here. There's a small amount of government and a lot mm-hmm. amount of personal freedom. A lot amount. And then we have state land and federal land that we can go as individuals and experience and. Uh, yes. Explore, camp on, hike, shoot. climb, fish. We can shoot. There's camp. all those th- things Hunt. that we hold dear are valued by the state. So yes. I know you're being silly with the uh, the gloves thing, but like the reality is like this is a very good place to live. It is like again, like I said before, I overanalyze everything and I'm very much too logical on most things. So I look at everything in pros and cons and everything else, and it's, I'm not, well, in this forum, I would say the people listening that are questioning the places that that they are in, Wyoming is a great place for you. Yeah. I would not say that many forums because I don't want to bring more people here that are not like-minded. Not like-minded. That's a very good way to put it. What, what I would say is, if you think anything should be provided for you, don't come here. Yeah. If you if you're a good person, you want to work for what you have, and you're ready to go. Like, let's do this. Like, Wyoming's your place to be. Like, no, no bullshit. This is a no bullshit state. If you come here with bullshit, we're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna get fucked with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Beyond that, it's it's not that. It's the the whole premise of this question it was moving to Cheyenne is that in Cheyenne, the gun industry and the firearms industry in general is very much promoted. In, not, in Wyoming as a whole? Yes. Uh, yeah, Wyoming as a whole, not Cheyenne. Let's, let's make that clear. Wyoming as a whole... Is very gun friendly. Like I am here in Wyoming, which is fantastic for me and fantastic for my life goals and stuff like that. Yes, uh, I am here because of the culture in Wyoming. Yeah, because they want businesses to be here. And they want gun businesses to be here. Yes, that's why I'm here in Wyoming. Yeah, I mean, of well, the three just of us, town. I mean, think of it like that. You have Stag Arms. You have Macholm. Manufacturing facility. No. And Thunder Beast. Thunder Beast. And sorry. And and 
where it says stag. Yeah, that was the first ones out of my mouth. <laughs> we already said stag. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's only three, so if you get, well, if you have well, to go an and, then you have to start expanding out there. So like Laramie's well, got Hivis, and then uh, what go. Sheridan, right? We have Weatherby. 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 Yep. yep. And then in Cody, you have Wyoming Arms, and you have Gunworks. Yes. Yep. So I can tell people that I have been in personal meetings with the governor and the Wyoming Small Business Association that Wyoming in the future wants to be known as the gun state. Hell yes. That's what I was personally told in a meeting. Adam Weber, bring your shit here, buddy. Let's go. Let's do this. I I actually broke my holster recently. I need a new holster. Who Who makes ammo? We need an ammo manufacturer. Actually, Stat. I, I was specifically, specifically told by the government administration that they are pursuing ammo manufacturers for Wyoming. Mm. They want guns and ammo in Wyoming. Yes, please. Bring it on. All right. So, we covered that question. Why do we move to Cheyenne? Cheyenne. That's not even everything. I could tell you that's not even everything. I could go deeper. I'm not going to. Give me your phone, buddy. No. I want to answer th- ask these. You want to answer? <laughs> yeah, I want to. It's I wanna the three-gun show these. with Dave Hartman. Uh, but some of these are directly related to Dave. Then oh. It'll be even funnier. No. Okay. So, we covered shooting sports that you haven't done, you want to be in. We covered Chaz. We covered... Uh, so I had a thing on here for ammo shortages, and we talked about shotgun-specific matches, Nordic, yep. Pikes Peak. Gadsden. Gadsden, yeah. I haven't shot Gadsden either. I want to shoot Gadsden. Because he's stuck at life. Gadsden is a good one. Literally, my, Gadsden literally my second sentence after ammo shortage is I suck at life. Literally suck. Actually, that is on your phone. That is on my phone. That's yeah. Weird. Yeah. Thing. It is. So the second thing, tell him that. So with, should I bring up my show and tell? So. Ooh, show and tell. Show and tell. I, I haven't brought my show and tell. My show and tell is going to be great. That was this was your show and tell. No, no, that was we started the show with your show. No, that was commutative show and tell. Commutative. Oh my god. So anyway, before we get, no, no, lead off. No, we go ahead. No, keep keep going, buddy. Go ahead. So show and tell, show and tell. Yeah, Jay's won the show and tell. So Jay, buddy, can I tell you a little story? <laughs> so, um, our buddy, our mutual friend, A Max, we uh, we've talked for a long time about um, clone rifles. Are you familiar with clone rifles? Yeah. Yeah? Yep, I don't know he's into those. Yes, sir. Yeah, so he's super into those. Um, he pointed them Ooh, out to me and uh, a account to follow called, I think it's like Clone Rifles on uh, Instagram or something like that. So I started following it, and then I started thinking to myself, like, well, I kind of like uh, Clone Rifles. I think those yes. are kind of cool. I like all rifles, Dave. Yeah, so it got me thinking, like, the... Like the 1967 Ford Mustang Trans Am edition, right? Had a 302. Womp womp. Right. But it was unique for whatever the race series of Trans Am was actually called, right? So if you wanted to make a Mustang 
to look like that old Mustang, mm-hmm. you would buy like a, you know, 1967 coupe. You'd do like a, a whitish body. Then you'd do a flat black hood because they always did the flat black. So it wouldn't shine off of that and shine in the driver's eyes. And then yep. you would have like, uh, you know, lowering and then it would be on um, these tires and like this suspension kind of stuff. All kinds of cool, like nerdy car shit. But there turns out there's like nerdy car shit you can do with guns as well. And so one, one of those things was what uh, Amax pointed out to me, which was the clone rifles. So if you want like a Mark 18, you can get yourself like a 10 and a half inch short barrel rifle, or you can do a Mark 18 clone, which has like these special markings on the receiver and has like this special handguard and this special stock and all that kind of stuff. So uh, anyway, Fast forward to Dave works at Stag Arms, and I have a, um, what do you need, buddy? You want a beer? I got a beer. Thank you. I don't need another beer. Use your words. <laughs> I want to make sure you had a beer. No, I have a beer. Thank you. Okay. I'm good. Continue. Stag Arms. I'm just talking about rifles. So fast Ooh, forward. Fast forward. Fast forward. What's up? Jesus Christ. Fast forward. <laughs> totally just blew it. So fast forward to Dave works at uh, uh, Stag Arms, and um, we have like a, a pretty awesome employee discount that I've been taking advantage of, much to my detriment, <laughs> and my life goals. You've had detriment. some really cool shit to show for it, though. Yeah, my life goals detriment. Yeah, I have, right? I've had like a couple like really fucking cool rifles. That Dave, are you all... working for free now? <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> Like, I need to work next week to pay for the rifles I made. I bought last week kind of I thing. I love it. Yeah. So, anyway, um, I was uh, I was going to build this this rifle, and I had a I had my first three-gun rifle that I had to, like, re-barrel because I was pretty sure I, like, I shot out the barrel, and I was thinking, well, maybe I'll build it into, like, a modern version of an SPR um, because that is, like, Kind of how I made that three gun rifle. So it had like the the, uh, the Titan SGC brake, had a Seekins barrel on it, had the like an A2 stock. And so I was like, okay, well, what, what can I do to make this more modern? So I need to rebarrel it. So that's where I started thinking of let's do the uh, the clone type thing. And then I was like, well, let, I'm not going to be able to do the clone because I don't want to buy like the $700, um, you know, free float handguard they have with the riser scope on it. So let's make it modern. So I bought a barrel and I was going to make it. I'm talking to Garrett Grover. I was explaining to him what I have. And he's like, yeah, it's really cool, but you got a 20 inch barrel. You should really do an 18. And Garrett was mm-hmm. a, a sniper, right? Yep. So Garrett knows all that stuff. And he's like, with, uh, with an 18 inch, you don't get too, you don't get too deep in the woods, but, uh, but it'll still give you the accuracy you need. And so like, okay, well, so I got that 20-inch barrel. Like, I'll put that by the side. So I bought the 18-inch barrel eventually, like a couple of weeks later. So I have the 18-inch barrel, and I'm going to make this thing. And in one of the supply chain meetings we have, one of our supply chain guys says, um, you have 16.5-inch handguards that aren't moving. And I was like, well, we're not. We're short on barrels on three-gun rifles because we're in a friggin' panic. Right, the the panic. So it's the cor- only model you guys put that on, right? So we put it on the the three gun rifle. We put it on the varmeter and the okay. super varmeter. The varmeter has a twenty inch barrel, 
556, and the Super Vomiter has a 6.8 barrel, 24-inch. 6.8? SPC. Really? Yeah. Get some. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, those are the three um, rifles that we offered. And so, they were they were all black, and on the um, three-gun model, it had our little quad thing, and then on the Varmeter, it did not have the quad thing. It was a slim line. And then on the Super Varmeter, it had the little quad thing, but they were all 16.5-inch handguards. And uh, he's like, well, you have flat dark earth that you're not selling too. Like, what's going on? And I was, I was like, well, okay, so this is the first time I've heard of flat dark earth. So now that I know that, I will, I will sell flat dark earth. Like, I had no clue. We even had that. So um, communication's the, a thing, huh? I'm sorry? Communication is a thing. No, for sure. But but <laughs> this is the, you know, this is us like trying to rebuild Stag from what it was yes. to what it is now, right? So um, so we had approximately 600 handguards that we're not selling. And so I was like, okay, well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to put the handguards for sale up on the website. And the second thing, let's make a, a rifle offering with the 16.5-inch handguard. Which of course will take a at least an eighteen inch barrel to clear that handguard, and so I proposed that we made made this uh, Stag fifteen SPR, and which is what I'm holding in my hands right now, the Stag fifteen SPR. So what this is is a eighteen inch nitride coated barrel that is an SPR profile, a rifle length gas system. Um, a rifle length buffer system with the Magpul Mo rifle stock. It's a good looking rifle, dude. Hey, Chad. I think it's a pretty good rifle, too. And it's. I, it's I'm a, really digging the flat dark earth on it, actually. It looks freaking great. So when we premiered these, we sold out of the flat dark earth first. Really? Yeah. And then we. Um, we uh, so that means I can't order one now? Uh, no, that means you can't order one. Excuse me. It'll just be back order. I think we're making some right now. So I think probably Wednesday you'll be able to buy one. Sit one aside for the fat guy. We'll do that. But anyway, I'm so super proud it's a good of this. looking rifle. Yeah. So those who are listening, this is not a sales pitch. We are not affiliated with Stag. Dave is, obviously. We are not. <laughs> yeah. But I, I personally am just pumped that a rifle that I spec'd out is now on sale for like the mass market. Yeah. It's like the that, hot of it. that really makes me happy. Dude, this, like, thing this is, is sweet. the rifle that I was gonna build myself in my garage, and then I got the opportunity to uh build it for everybody. Well, the thing is I look at this, we should be doing video. I know we're not for a reason, but we should be. <laughs> but we're looking at this rifle, and maybe we'll post a uh, show clip. And for the record, I could yeah, shoot I this one handed. <laughs> I could definitely <laughs> shoot that one handed. I could put an SBA yeah, three on this. It, now. It I could definitely visible. shoot one handed. <laughs> Absolutely. So, in the show notes, I'll definitely put photos of yeah. it. I'll have so fo- in the show notes when you look uh, at this thing. So, got hung up when you court. look at this, when I build a rifle, like. I am a very discriminate person with my competition rifle. These two assholes will agree, I'm sure. But 
It has a very natural point of aim handguard. It feels slim. It feels good. It's nice and comfortable. The stock is super comfortable. It has a natural point of aim. I tend to camp my stocks when I shoulder a a typical like carbine. Yeah, like a carbine or even rifle stock. I tend to cant them in my shoulder because I have such wide shoulders. Um, this one I comes up straight. Comes up great. Like yeah. I could definitely shoot this rifle in a national match right now. No problem. I'm um, impressed with the handguard. Like to your point, yeah, the handguard feels, feels really good in the, the hand. The handguard feels great. Um I was shocked by it when I picked it up, put it in my hand. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I had one complaint, one complaint only, I would probably change the grip. But it's personal preference. Yeah, it's it's a very minor thing. Yeah, so it comes with the the Magpul Mo grip. Uh, I I personally usually use uh, Mo K's on most of my rifle, or Mo K plus, so it has the rubberized. Uh, yeah, outer coating, and they're a little bit more straightforward. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's straight up. But yep. for, for for me on this one, it doesn't seem that bad because like the uh, length of pull on the rifle stocks a little bit, a little bit longer. Yeah, even for me, like I run XLR stocks on my rifles, my PCCs, everything. Uh, this stock actually feels great. Yeah. Like, I have very little complaints to this rifle. So, so. With, with the rifle length gas and rifle length buffer system, the thing shoots, like, super soft. This this one has uh, – so, this is a, a work demo rifle that I brought for conversation pieces. It has my um, three, 3 to 15 uh, Viper on there. It's a good little scoop. 315 right Viper. Oh, fuck. That thing is like – this shit. Dollar Man, you want a varmeter gun. Dollar yeah. for dollar. You want a varmeter gun. Bad. Yeah. I guess. I cannot wait to take that Coyotes or prairie dogs? Like, yeah. ooh wee. I'll shoot you in the face. I cannot wait to take that thing out to auto. Pink mist. I'm pretty excited. That's the scope my dad has on his 308 for. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. This is. Good scope. It's actually also a stag rifle. Or just yeah. a stag. Uh, oh, it lower is. Receiver set. Receiver set, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, whoever, is, like yeah, I'm super, this pumped, is sweet. I'm super pumped about this rifle just from a standpoint of like, I, I will shoot the shit out of this uh, with, with some help. I personally made this happen. Like it really makes me excited. So, Hey Jay, you still there? Seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. So I've been hearing your pistol racking all night. And I love it. But, do you hear that? <laughs> you missed my rifle racking, too. I had both of them sitting there. Actually, my, my new build for a rifle, uh, which I don't have. I can't show it to you right now because we're not on video. But So, I, I redid the setup on my Tackle Games rifle and uh, put in that 16-inch carbon-proof barrel. And then put on a 12-inch Brigand Arms carbon fiber handguard. The one that's got that uh, just is like a string, carbon fiber strands. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought those were old school by now. You're kind of trying to cut the weight down so you can, like, pack a ham sandwich in your back pocket or what? What did did you shoot at uh, Texas 3-Gun Championship? The 308 Stag yeah. 10S. Stag 10S? How'd that thing shoot? Yeah, 16. 
Oh, she's great. I mean, it's lights out. Uh, you know, I, on the other hand, did not shoot great, but the <laughs> rifle was one. Um, so then on that tactical game rifle, I, you know, I ran it last year. I ran it with a regular 16-inch steel barrel. Uh, so I switched it out, switched that out to carbon fiber, same length, um, and uh, also changed the optics up. So I ran, I was going to run a Spitfire. And James talked me into the day of check-in, switching on to my one to six razor, um, which is great, but it is heavy. That's a very so different actually, setup. I'd yeah, be, I'd be so all about actually, the Spitfire for the tactical games. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so depending on what they do, they like to throw in some targets that it'd be really nice to have a little magnification. So I actually went ahead and got a Vortex Crossfire one to four with just a little standard, uh, they call it the B-Bright reticle, but it's just basically a dot and crosshair. Okay. And uh, that is super lightweight. It's only like 12 or 13 ounces. And huh. um, that's going to be a killer little setup um, for that. Sounds so cool. that way I've got a little bit of magnification in case they try to throw in some, you know, like put like skinnies at 75-yard type stuff, you know. I don't know why is that scope is that light. Yes, it is, yeah. That's why I picked it. Plus one to four is fine because, I mean, they've only been shooting out to like 250, and I think they were talking about maybe throwing in some 400-yard targets coming up, and four power on that is plenty. Agreed. Because they're going to be big targets. Yeah, agreed. Personally, I stuck with the one power, but yeah. I, understand your, I understand. A little mag would be nice, though. Like a four power would be nice yeah, for 400-yard targets. Yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree with both. Exactly. It depends on what you're shooting, though. We all know that. If you're shooting a freaking, like, benchmark, whatever the fuck, then a 100-yard target's impossible. But if you're shooting a good... Nikon. Yeah. I mean, if you... It all depends on what you're shooting. If you're shooting a Spitfire with a 1MOA dot, then it's perfect. Yep. Yep. So... Yeah, You're fucking my world up here. <laughs> I want to attack games. How much do you have to lift? It's all different, different stuff at different matches. Um, Is it based I've been on playing height? In the intermediate division. Uh, so I did intermediate, so the weights are a little lighter than the elite division. Um, I think the heaviest thing we had to move at the last match was that I shot was a 150-pound bare bones bag, um, which the 150 is not a big deal, but when they have it in a in a big, loose bag that just, like, flops all over the place when you're trying to pick it up, that 150 feels like a lot more. 150-pound bag uh, of mango pulp? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've picked yeah, up. You go to uh, pick it up, and it just. I've picked up brunette midgets arm. on Colfax. The weight less than that. <laughs> what? Jesus <laughs> Christ! If, if you're uh, in your own house. If you're listening to this episode, then the previous episode, Jay describes his conquest of the uh, tactical games. Yes. Yeah, it was a fun, fun match. Um, I'm going to be doing at least three of their events this year. Uh, one of them, which is a actual, uh, like a sniper challenge team match type thing. Are you doing that with Gil or no? Uh, well, that's the plan, but uh, 
he hasn't accepted my invitation yet, so I think he might be holding out for <laughs> better. So are, are all of those at Reveille, or are they spread around? No, they're all over the country. Oh, okay. Uh, there's not there's not one at Reveille this year. So there's uh, Texas Shooting Academy. Well, as far as Texas ones, there's Texas Shooting Academy, and then there's a Crescent event, and then there's the the Sniper Challenge is also in Crescent. So, and now that Jared Halbert owns the organization, you know he does. that would mean. That his, uh, you know, his range that he also owns is Texas Shooting Academy. So that's why that match is there now. Nice. That's awesome. Yep. So why did you uh, choose to do three of those this year? Uh, Because they're Texas matches. Uh. So my, you know, my, my match, major match philosophy is always shoot all the Texas matches and then fill in the gaps with other stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's Makes good. sense. Yeah. I, I can't argue with that. It's a shitload sure. of matches in Texas. Yeah. There's some exactly. good fucking matches in Texas, too. There's no doubt about exactly. that. For sure. Yeah, when I when I uh, started working at Stag, <clears throat> the uh, philosophy of matches kind of changed to from things that I like, things I want to shoot, to has to be carbine centric. Has to be yeah. rifle centric. You know? So this year, it's really weird. Like there was a lot more three gun matches this year than there were like uh, gas gun long range matches. So I don't know if that means that like three gunners are more robust than than uh, precision riflers or something like that. But. Uh, Anyway, so in yes. 2021, I'm going to be shooting some more rifle-only type matches. Okay. So. Sounds like fun. Yeah. I like this yeah, idea, be especially cool. because I'd like to branch out a little bit. Like, yeah. I love three-gun. Nothing wrong yeah. with three-gun. I shoot as much three-gun as I possibly can, but I think there's also some good value in just growing as a shooter. Well, one, like, one of the, the things I want to talk about, if Forrest will give me a chance, is no. <laughs> since he's the host now, is uh, the the class we're going to take. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that? That coincides with my next question. What's your next question? What is upcoming in 2021? Jay, what's upcoming in 2021? What is upcoming in 2021? Tell me about this class. I will tell you. <clears throat> so, uh, there's a guy named Colin Fawson. He's a cool so, dude. Yep, totally cool dude. Colin Fawson is a um, precision rifle shooter, and he's done a lot of those sniper adventure matches, and typically he will do the... Um, Jesus, what is wrong with you? Like... <laughs> Forrest is like trying to cover his mic and talk. It's like we can still hear you, buddy. <laughs> anyway, so Colin is one of those guys who typically does um, the sniper adventure matches where there's like a two person team kind of thing, and he runs the carbine. Like there's a guy that runs the uh, bolt gun, and then a guy that runs carbine, and Colin is the guy that runs carbine. I, I muted you. Sorry. 
Now, now speak. Come on, now speak. <laughs> I can't hear myself, so I know you muted me. <laughs> Colin is a very good shooter. It's cool, dude. We've shot with him for many years in the three gun yeah. scene. Uh, he's very much a rifleman. And as three gunners, we realize. So, h- hang on. So Colin, let's let's talk about Colin's accolades. So Colin typically is again the the carbine guy on like the sniper slash carbine team, and he usually comes in like. First, second, or third. Yes. In all these adventure matches. Yes. Um, several years ago, at the very first... Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. I know where I live. The Wyoming <laughs> Wyoming Governor's Match. Um, Colin won Irons Division shooting straight irons. Yes. And like we had shots out to 500 yards, right? Yep. Or 470 or something like that. But he was yes. shooting straight irons. Yeah, no and, optics... No Actual iron sights. Yep, won the division and uh, beat several people whose names you would recognize in TAC Ops and forced to pointing at himself right now. I don't and, know for sure, but probably. And I should probably be pointing at myself then, too. So I didn't shoot that match. Chad wasn't don't there. Look at me. If you would shoot, you would have been beat. Chad would have been pissed because he couldn't use an optic in iron. As a matter of fact, I asked the question. They said he couldn't, so I said... I will not be participating. Yeah. Anyway, the point is that Colin is a really good shooter. Colin lives uh, 50 minutes away from us in Laramie, and uh, he's got a range over there where they have a very robust uh, local match for shooting NRL slash PRS type stuff. And uh, he has agreed to uh, hold a class for us, uh, us being the four guys on the line here. Where we are um, shooting some shit from intermediate intermediate to three gun far distances, and uh, he's going to teach us to shoot like head boxes at four hundred yards and uh, third ip six at six hundred on demand is what he said with the red dot. Yeah, very precise shooting. Yeah, just gonna throw that in there and up the so ante. We're nice. going to be uh, from the hip. So we're going to be... I'm going to Rambo that shit. Learning about uh, long-range shooting. And the thing that I really like about that... I'm is excited that for it. The, uh, Hashtag Rambo that shit. All the classes that I've taken in three-gun space have been like really short shooting. Like, let's shoot this paper target really fast. Let's shoot these clay pigeons really fast. And nothing has been in the uh, long-range type realm so i'm really looking forward to uh doing the training with him yeah definitely excited for it i think there's definitely a a large base of knowledge that i have not tapped into that colin could help provide and you know help take the long range shooting up a notch yeah well it's like we've talked about even uh if you talk to other guys in the industry doing this cody leaper um if you shoot a thousand yards with iron sights and you do that on the regular, then shooting four and five and six hundred yards with optics becomes very easy. Yeah. So like everything, and I think we can all can attest to this, is that where the sport has began to where it is now has very much become hobbyist to professional. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so 
when we all began this sport, not even us, before us, the person that was the hobbyist shooter, it was a proficient, you know, not all hobbies, but proficient hobby shooter was highly ranked where now you have to take in your physical, your mental, your actual shooting control, everything else. And that becomes the overall package. Like if you want to perform in this, this has become more of a professional sport, which is great. We've weeded out some of the guys that have become the, I, I hate to say it, but the... <laughs> weeded out is such a strong it phrase. Is. It, 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 like, is, it is. Like, it is. Come on, man. It's dark. We've cut them from the team. It's not that, but the, uh, the guys that, and I'm including this, I, I guess in a way, not as much, but the natural shooters to the guys that are dedicated and practicing and treating this as a sport versus a hobby. Mm-hmm. It's a very different mindset. It really is. So, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Pulled, you somehow pulled that off. <laughs> yep. I mean, you're talking to like three guys who have jobs here, though. Yeah. So which that. one of us doesn't have a job? Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Wait. No, he's talking to three guys that have jobs. Oh, okay. Well said. I'm talking to four guys that have jobs. I'm talking to myself. You're talking to yourself? Yeah. Weirdo? Yeah. Fuck. You should see this guy already in the hotel room for a match. Self-talk's ridiculous in the mirror. You're good enough. You're smart enough. You are strong. You no. can shoot straight. Uh, none of the, as you know, none of those things are my sayings. What is my saying? I ain't saying that shit on this. All right, this fucking podcast is going downhill. It's way downhill. <laughs> Who let Forrest ask questions? Like, if Forrest no started asking questions, uh, we, should let him, we should let him do it at the start. Forrest, hand me your fucking phone. Let me look at the rest of the questions. Do it. They're good. I will be the judge of that. All right. So, final, final thoughts? My, we're pretty close. <laughs> I feel like it's tomorrow already. Yep, here we go. All right, so we're, we're on the final thoughts uh, train right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've evaluated uh, forest things. That qualifies as a veto. Yep. So, um, We've been going for like three hours, so this is going to be a long podcast already. And uh, people likely tuned out after what Forrest just said, because uh, I would have. So are the four people still listening to this? <laughs> for, Forrest generous. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so, Forrest, uh, we're going to give you one up. First up, final thought, man. Final thought on what we're talking about. Like, Merry Christmas. We're saying goodbye to 2020. 2021 is coming in. We, uh, we're saying bye to like a paused year. How are you going to jump yourself back into three-gun shape and, uh, and be ready for what's to, uh, what's to come? Uh, the transition from 2020 to 2021 is going to be, honestly, for me, I've had a little bit of break. So, for me, literally, 2021, like, when I come back, 
I want to be more physically strong, mentally strong. I want to present myself strong. Um, 2021, it's going to be hard with the ammo shortage, with politics, everything else. And the whole thing is persevere. Mm-hmm. Like when you come to 2021, persevere. Whether that persevere is with your politics, with your ammo, with your budget, with, you know, judging what you're going to shoot, everything else. It's choose wisely, persevere. That's, that's a great, yeah, that's a great word to keep in, in mind. Chad, how about for you, buddy? Final thoughts. Um, well, we've covered a large gamut of topics. I'd say there's a lot with the. Uh... <laughs> should we do this again? I think we should. Start I think we should do this again. Jay? Jay, what do you think? Should we do this again? <laughs> Start the fuck I, over. I was unprepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, Jay's like, fuck no. I will not be. If those two assholes are on, I will not be there. <laughs> fuck. Oh, man. These are, these, uh, yeah, the open, the open form podcasts are always fun. Had a great you time. Know. That's for yeah. sure. But yeah, we definitely, definitely covered a lot. It's, it's a Maybe. little tough with, uh, with one of the guys on, uh, Skype. So I appreciate you hanging in there, Jay. Definitely, dude. You yeah. betcha, buddy. So, Chad, what do you got, man? Not really. I mean, you know, moving into 21, a lot of what Forrest said I kind of I could echo. Um, definitely not put myself in the right position to succeed moving into the shooting season, but mm-hmm. need to make some big changes and get back on the fitness train and the, the dry fire train, even though as much as it can be tedious and not, not fun, you got to make it fun. And uh, get if ready, we, get ready we, to position yourself ready to succeed. If we if we want to go on a quick side tangent, we the don't. professionalism <laughs> no the professionalism of shooting has become very much that. Whereas before, natural talent has held you for a long time. Now, with the escalation of talent. And dedication. Yeah. If you want to succeed in the shooting sport, you have to put the work in. It's not about natural shooting talent. You have to put in your dry fire yeah. in. You have to put It's a real sport. In. It is. It's a real sport. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's like when we talk about, um, I mean, sometimes it may not seem like it, but like myself and Chad and all that, we come from real backgrounds of sport where you had to work your ass off to make it. And if you didn't put the work in, you didn't make it. Yep. Now shooting sports has become that we've seen that transition. It's not new, but if you want to make it now, you have to put in the physical, the mental and the dedication. Now, Two of those things may see that seem to be the same, but they're really not. So you have to put in the work now. Would yeah. you care to expand for us? So, Chad, Chad, where what is your uh, background as far as uh, sporting goes? Um, great question, Dave. Um, most people would know the college football stuff. Some D two college ball. Just grew up and you know competing. 
but even before that, I actually did a lot of martial arts. People don't know that. Oh, about I didn't me. know that. Uh, a little bit of fighting and uh, oh. that kind of stuff. So that was really where I learned to start putting the work in. And actually, Forrest, what's your uh, competitive background? Drinking, uh, martial arts, and racing. Yeah, automotive racing. Yeah, martial arts and automotive racing. Okay. All right, Jay. Uh, final thought for you, buddy. Final thoughts. Everybody try to enjoy the rest of your year, and thank God it's almost over. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, get back in the gym, get back on the range, do whatever you got to do to get out there and get ready for a good 2021 and have a damn fun year, if anything. There you go. I like that. So for me, final thought, I'm going to meet all you assholes just real quick because I love you so much. But uh, it's it's been a very difficult year for, uh, for me um, to make the transition from full-time living the life of, uh, you know, content creator for a three-gun show to uh, working in a corporation again. So... Um, I did not plan to be so sparse in the, uh, three gun show this year, but that's just the way it turned out. So next year there is going to be some big changes at the three gun show. Um, it's very likely it won't be a just three gun format and it will be a general shooting format or a, uh, you know, closer to a more BS type format. I love doing podcasts, but um, I realize there's so much more out there other than three gun itself that uh, I want to touch those other subjects. I get the incredible opportunity to meet so many amazing people that don't have anything to do with three gun. And I want to share their stories with you. So, um, so be prepared for that. And uh, if that's something you're interested in, I would love to have your ears on the uh, show. If that's not something you're interested in, I totally understand. Um, and, uh, you know, I I wish you well, and we'll, uh, we'll see you on the range type of thing. Um, Jay, uh, I miss you, man. I miss going to uh, matches with you. I miss doing club matches with you. I miss doing major matches with you. This has been a really screwed-up year. We haven't got to do a lot of that. Uh, Forrest, Chad, I'm so grateful that you guys live just a few miles from me. Cheers. And again, my guys are on mute right now because they lost privileges. I'm so grateful you guys are uh, just a couple miles from me. Um, I enjoy the uh, Fridays at the doghouse. I enjoy our range sessions. Um when we uh when we decided in that that uh that elk hunt in three oh eight or the three gun two two three or whatever it is, I really enjoy those times. So I'm I'm glad you guys are here. It's made the transition much easier for me. And uh I appreciate you guys. So for the uh for the folks listening at home <laughs> there's one more thing here. One final thought, one piece of advice, is that what you're talking about? That's what I'm doing here, bro. That's what I'm doing. So, 
Yeah, okay. So I, I was going to end that a little bit early, but um, final thought or piece of advice for people listening from Dave Hartman. The next four years are going to be tough. We're going to have to fight for every little piece of ground that we have. And we're not going to gain anything, but we absolutely need to not give anything up. So when we talk about braces, if you're the guy that likes to SBR everything, that's cool, but you need to stand by us because we'll stand by you. So dig deep. Write those letters to your your congressman. Write those letters to President Trump while you can. Write those letters to ATF. This is the very first assault on our rights. It's not going to get any easier. It's not going to get any better. We're going to be doing this for four years. So figure out what works for you, what works for the greater good, and understand that we're going to have to we're going to have to do this for the next four years, minimum. Next eight years maximum. And then figure out your line in the sand. Because we need to know if you're on our side. Hell yes. <laughs> that said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. So one last cheers before we go here. Merry Christmas, Jay. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> yeah. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas everyone. Forest. Merry Christmas, Chad. Uh, God bless America. Everybody listening, I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you listening to us. I almost forgot to give away the Masada. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. See, so, there are more than four people listening. And the $100 gift certificate to Christian yep. Sikabonnets. Okay. Wait, wait. So, do those go to the same person, or are you drawing two names? Nope, go to same me. person. So, same person. Same person. The number I chose is number 16. I can verify uh, that I looked at it yep, on a random, by random number generator. Random generator. 16, right? Come so on. then, uh, help me count here. So, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 423. Fuck. <laughs> 16, right? Yep. Alvin Cruz. Oh. Do you know who that is? No, but Pete Stafford was the next person. Yeah. Sucks for you. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Pete. Oh, Pete was 17. Oh. Sorry. Yeah, Hope so, you enjoy that, Alvin. Yeah, or, our our, uh, our buddy Alvin Cruz. Uh, Congratulations, in Alvin Bright, Cruz. Brighton, Michigan wins a IWI Masada pistol, 17-round uh, mag. Uh, 17 round mags, uh, two mags it comes with, a couple of back straps. I was really impressed with that gun when I played with it. It's, it's I, I, I gun, really right? want to pick it's one up. Uh, Jeremy, if you're oh, listening, man. call me. Pete missed it by <laughs> one. Oh, <laughs> shit. And he also gets a uh, uh, LAG tactical holster they sent with me as well. And, Jay, what else does he get? $100 gift certificate to ChristianSinkComponents.com. I yeah. highly recommend those uh, PMAG couplers you got down there. Those Was it Tony Systems, Jay? Yeah. Tony System Components makes a dual mag coupler base pad for your PMAGs. I yes. really like it. I picked one up this year, and yeah. it was very, very nifty. I'm going to get some of those before the new year for sure. And I'm going to get some 308 stuff for sure. Yup. Um, so, Alan, um, Brighton, Michigan. Alan, email me, D 
davidthringenshow.com, and we'll hook you up. Everybody else, thank you for being a part of the Three Gun Show. We appreciate you. Have a good night.